Cut the Crest presents The Screening Room D, what is What's up? up? <laughs> Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, so good that I had the uh, brainwave the other day that, you know, we chat all the time, like on the phone. I'm thinking, man, this yeah. is content that I'm like not grabbing hold of. This, this, these are podcast episodes, man. So, <laughs> so yeah, this time I'm actually recording uh, for full disclosure. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So D and I, uh, this is for the benefit of all three of my listeners, I know my grandmother doesn't speak English, so I'm going to have to get somebody to translate for her. So this is for the other two, for now. Um, we are going to be talking a Star Wars. You know Star Wars? You've heard of... You've heard of <laughs> you've heard of this thing, right? Star Wars, D? Have you heard? It's like, it's kind of, it's picking up steam, I think. It's got a bit of, it's got legs, I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm very doubtful. You know, no one wants to really see a space fantasy movie. You know, well, <laughs> not since not since 1976. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, true. We've been regretting it ever since. Yeah. Oh my god. What have we got into? My bank account's been regretting it ever since. Well, my, <laughs> yeah. My my grandparents' bank account for the first sort of twenty years, and then after that, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, wow. man. So 1976 is a nice uh, place to start. Uh, 77, I suppose, for the official release. But um, shall we go all the way back? D? Let's do it. Yeah? Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, look, <laughs> you, you know full well my memory's shit. So I'm going to let you start. Oh, okay. Where, um... yeah, where, yeah, actually, all right, no, I'll start it. Um, I'll give you the prompt. Where, okay. where were you in 1977? Oh, where was I in 1977? I was, um, uh, memories that I have of being in, um, the school playground. Yes. And, um, I remember this is, and it's funny, this memory only came back a few months ago, but I actually remember, um, seeing the trailer for Star Wars on TV. Oh, wow. And I'm not sure if that was 76 or if that was 75. I'm not even yeah. sure when that actually happened. It must have been 76. Yeah. Because it yeah. seemed like forever um, for the film to come out. But then when the film came out, because my family, my parents weren't into taking us to the cinema, mm. I had no idea. Right? Yeah, yeah. So my first, my first <laughs> um, introduction to Star Wars was on the playground. And it was the um, collecting bubblegum cards because it was the thing to oh, do. Nice. And... Um, the bubble gum was always awesome, yeah. so why not join in and get the bubble gum and um, let my friends tell me about what's going on on the cards? Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> I think I've got a few of them in the attic. <laughs> oh my god! It was, it was just this thing of these cards were just this thing of beauty. You know, yeah. normally we had these comics, and some of them, um, in random comics, were coloured in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. some of them just had really great covers and were black and white inside, and you yeah. just thought, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you were not. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, no, the, those, yeah, those UK ones weren't black and white, right? The, in fact, I think that was my first exposure to Star Wars. But yeah, I'll get to that later. Go on, please continue. Oh, no, right, yeah. So, so there was the comics, and and these cards, 
were amazing. Um, hadn't seen anything like them. And then the imagery in the cards were real adults in this picture and, and a robot and a little droid. And I remember some fuzzy, hairy dude and they were just, and I've said this before, and, and I, it was an ongoing argument in the playground, who was stronger, Chewbacca or Superman, you know? Oh, wow. And, you know, there was this thing, you know this thing about kids remember things differently, yeah. <laughs> you know? But we remember things differently really quick. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. regardless of what he was doing in a trash compactor, it just turned into, no, he's stronger than Superman because he has to hold the trash compactor apart like that. And you're just thinking, wow, what is this movie all about? Yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I got drawn in. I collected all of the cards um, for that, um, but that was my introduction into A New Hope, still not having seen it. So, yeah. so I was there. What was your introduction into A New Hope? It was the it was the comics. Um, it was the I'll tell you, I can I remember this quite vividly. It's interesting you talk about memory, right? Because I mean that's a whole different yeah. subject, but. Um, I was speaking to, I can't remember who it was I was talking to, but they were, or did I read it somewhere? But they were basically explaining that we don't retain memories as such. We retain, or we do, but they're they're basically a memory of a memory of a memory. So basically the idea (laughs) that, you know, as time progresses, it's sort of, that memory is actually dissipating. It's becoming, you know, (laughs) so I remember the last time I remembered that thing. Yeah, basically. So uh, um, I thought that was quite interesting, but I I do remember quite vividly um, infant school, not too far from where we are now, actually. uh, And every time it would rain, which was quite frequently because we live in London, England, um, (laughs) we would either run under the shelter and on occasions uh, we wouldn't be under this big, they had this big shelter thing. I think it's still there. They would take us into um, the classroom. Yeah. Right. Well, I think actually, if it was already raining, we would stay in class. But for that hour, that lunch break, um, we would get to play with the toy cars and stuff, oh, and wow. look at all the comics. They had stacks yeah. of um, not even magazines; they were all comics. You know, the UK ones were like they're wider, right? They're more square and they're a bit big. They're more like they're magazine format. Well, I forget what it's called. Yeah. And that was my first introduction. I saw. Oh, I remember one of those covers, but I remember it being amazing and seeing Luke on the front. But when yeah. I opened up, it was white. It was black so and I had, white. Yeah. I put it back on the shelf. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, I just got. Um, I remember just being sucked in because I was like. I think I was used to seeing black and white stuff, you know, like uh, right. with, with, with uh, comic strips and newspapers or whatever, That's you know. Um, yeah. I think those are all black and white. I can't really remember. But yeah, definitely. They were. The Star Wars comic, yeah, I was like, oh, what is this weird blue dude with a gas mask? Because they coloured Vader in blue, right? You couldn't do him in all yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And, you know, and, and, and the, the, the covers were so dynamic. I forget. Oh, Jesus, this is so bad. I feel so bad right now. This is what I'm talking about, the recall. This is all down to age. Yeah. I'm going to put it down to age. But the, uh, the artist, you know, um, and I've got his fucking autograph upstairs as well on issue one of the comic. <laughs> And I can't remember his name. But anyway, um, you know, seeing that artwork, and it was so dynamic because it had speech bubbles on the front. It was an action. Yeah. It wasn't like the static still later, you know, Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld stuff yeah. where everyone's oh. doing the hero pose. This was like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you've got this sort of slightly butch-looking Luke Skywalker guy swinging his lightsaber, and he's shouting, swing your lightsaber, Ben. Our life depends on it. And you're like, oh, my God. 
these people who I don't know what they are and these weird things, they're all going to die if I don't read this comic book. And then, um, right. yeah, and then I was just like, then I was obsessed. And uh, then I don't remember too much aside from obviously seeing it at Christmas, the film. It was the, right. the Christmas film. Right. But then my next really vivid memory is 1983. Because uh, I was born in 77, right? So I wasn't around during that time as such. Okay. You know? um, but my next vivid moment is 1983 in the cinema. My grandmother's taken me, Return of the Jedi. And I was one of these kids, these little shitbags. It was always like, I want to sit right at the front. Can we go to the front? And like, despite what my family probably were telling me, like, you're not going to be able to see anything. A, you're too small. And B, we're too close. But uh, oh. I still did it. And I just remember Jabba the Hutt. I just remember oh. Jabba the Hutt and that bellowing, like that laugh, right? And it was just like, uh, and I just remember that was such a, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And, and yeah, oh my God. But yeah. So yeah, same, similar to you, uh, whereas you were with the tops cards, the trading cards. Yeah. I wasn't really into that stuff. Um, but the comics, yeah, for sure, mate. But then you still got to see them in the cinema. I, uh, Cinema wasn't a part of my life hmm. um, at at that age. It was something I was being slowly introduced to via um, uh, various uncle. My um, one or two of my uncles either taking me to the cinema. Yeah. I remember going to see Flash Gordon and being blown away. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah. You know those bright colors. It was just entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still love it today. Yeah, um, so. But then, then, then the black hole. Um, oh, yeah. that was like really adult and kind of, uh, you know, I think it was Vincent. Is it Vincent? The, the little droid floaty robot thing or whatever. That was the only, that was the only thing that held my attention through that movie. Yeah. Um, but those were just one-offs and occasionally there was like the summer holidays and, you know, Star Wars wasn't on the list. So mm. I'd go, my auntie and my mum would take uh, me and my two cousins to go and see things like E.T. or, yeah. Sn or Snow White or whatever yeah. Disney were playing. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, yeah, the whole cinematic experience of the original trilogies, yeah. I completely missed out on, but I had oh, no wow. idea of this. Yeah. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. The, only, the only thing that, because also I, I I also I wasn't connecting um, things like the behind the scenes to mm. go and see this movie. You know, I ended up, you know, like I I think it's well known that I got into Star Wars through the behind the scenes predominantly yeah. um, and uh, seeing the making of I think it was Empire Strikes Back. And um, they had a special on was it the multicolored swap shop? With no oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a special, and I remember this. I remember this because <laughs> my mom's not around, so I can say this, right? But I remember as a kid, they said, "Ring up and win this thing to do with Star Wars or whatever." Oh, and I rang up. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's it. I rang now, and then just as my mom came home from doing the shopping, the phone rang. So when they picked, so when I picked up the phone, they said, "Hello, did we get a phone call from this number, or whatever?" I panicked, said, "No, no, no, no!" Oh no! <laughs> Were they saying that you'd won? They were calling to say you'd won, right? I guess, I oh guess so. I guess, I guess. Can you? But, can we... uh, but I wasn't even allowed to pick up the phone. So, so making a phone call when my mom was shopping, to, <laughs> you know. And and luckily it was it was a London number. So <laughs> yeah, 
dirty stories of kids ringing up these fan sites and they were calling up international numbers of all the run up bills. This was a wonderful time I did it, and yeah, just the 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 amount of poo doo in my pants at the time (laughs) made me not do it anymore. Right, but. that period, I remember seeing the clips of Empire Strikes Back on that for the first time. I'm not sure if they had any guests in the studio, but then it wasn't long after that that they were showing the making of. Mm. Um, and it must have been prior the release of that movie because I didn't see the making of Return of the Jedi until a while later, and it was attached to the end of the making of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah? yeah cool. cool. The movie, but the behind the scenes of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. A year later or so, or whatever. Mm. And um, I first images were Han draw Han Solo drawing um his blaster on Vader, and Vader oh, just right. force pulling it out of his hand. Yeah. That was just mm. epic. Yeah. That was just an yeah. amazing thing. Um, and um, and then obviously, um, seeing. Um, my family in the movie, you know, I call them my family, but it was Jim Henson and Frank Oz, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. practically raised me, raised me as a little Muppet, um, <laughs> watching their Sesame Streets and uh, Muppet shows and, and things yeah. like that. But um, fan then, fan now, but they gave me the validation that it was cool to support this and get into this. Why? Because I've realized Frank Oz was operating Yoda. But yeah. then there was a couple of shots of Jim Henson on set talking yeah. about how he brought Frank in, you know, and yeah. Kermit was there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then Miss Piggy was there, right? Yeah. So how yeah. am I not going to follow Star Wars after yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yes. it's all part um, of that same one. Do you know what? And that's actually jogging some memories. I think I've seen that. Film. <laughs> I, I feel, well, yes. I must have seen it at some point. But, yeah, I think I, think I recall that. Did, were they in the swamp, though? Was they on the swamp set? Yes. They were right. They were on the yeah. set when they did that. Yeah. Not in a, not in the creature shop or anything. Yeah, I think I remember that. That's amazing yeah. that you, because I'm really into behind the scenes stuff now, but never right. really had any awareness. You know, I think up until a certain, I, I guess a lot of people are like this up until a certain age. I thought a lot of that stuff was, I just thought it was real, right? right. I remember the first time I flew, yeah. we went to New York City, and I was in an airplane. And uh, and I was looking out the window. We were flying into JFK. The skyline's there, and straight away I'm like, "This looks like Metropolis." Because I was a big Chris. Reed yeah, fan, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "This looks yeah. like Metropolis." I think I think this is Metropolis. And I looked across, and what I was looking at was another plane in the distance. I was like, "No, that's that's Superman." I think that's Superman. I remember <laughs> convincing myself. My heart was racing, and uh, but I didn't say anything to anybody just in case. I, I just in case I don't know what. The same same thing that I get anytime I'm in New York, yeah, yeah. and anytime yeah. I'm in a building mm. where I can see rooftops, I'm waiting for Spidey. Yeah, I'm exactly. For Spidey yeah. Swing, right? And I will sit there and wait. You know, <laughs> I know it doesn't exist, but I will sit there and wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's quite it's quite cool. I, yeah, that, and I love that, you know, we've not lost that part of our childhood do you know what i mean that imagination that that just uh i don't know how to describe that it's just look at what we're getting we look we grew up when playtime was playtime mm. yeah mm-hmm. and it was the best um uh moment at school yeah, yeah? break yeah. lunchtime 
show and maybe a break afterwards, I can't remember. But it was that moment you got to pretend with your friends. Yeah. yeah? And yeah. don't forget, you know, whenever you wanted to be Batman, yeah, you had to make sure you wore the coat that had a top button so that <laughs> so you could, could do that. Yeah. yeah, and you yeah. don't, it's nothing yeah. like Batman, right? Yeah. The games you're playing ain't nothing like Batman, but you've all picked which super friend yeah. <laughs> you yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Um, now, when you then see these movies of mm. such wild, vivid um, imagination on the screen, um, and it's being performed sincerely by yeah. adults. Yeah. That is the show. Yeah. That is the boom. This is real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah? yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And, and you get invested. Um, obviously, there are things that, that you know are pretend because in some way, shape or form, but you don't have the mind to kind of understand how things are going so you can accept these movies. Yeah. Remember as kids, our, our, was it, our lunchtime shows – um, and evening um, children's TV shows yeah. um, incorporated a lot of stop motion animation. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. And and most famous one has to be um, Morph. Yeah. Tiny Heart. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we were all used to that medium. Mm. And Tony Hart's mm. the only other person, only person up until that point who's as an adult yeah. interacts because. The only reason why we know there's a relationship there, a correlation, because in the summer holidays, we got Jason and the Argonauts. We yeah. got Clash of the Titans. Yeah. We got these movies. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's what it was. So, you know, when we eventually see some of these things who are, who are trickling into those movies, we'll get to that get to or whatever. Yeah. We're already invested. Yeah. But the thing I think is most important about, um, the expansion of a child's imagination and a child understanding that nothing is impossible mm. is when you see adults doing it. You know, yeah, yeah. I knew at a young age, yeah, mm. that um, uh, my mum used to used to come home and like, oh god, you know, oh terrible day at work, or, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, a lot of work, and and realizing that people had to kind of work and they weren't happy about it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was like. I'm not growing up. I oh, know I'm going to delay that. I wasn't <laughs> silly. I was stupid. I knew that. All right. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to delay that a little bit and let me just play and pretend a little bit longer or whatever. Yeah. But um, it's that kind of, um, oh, it's that revelation you get where you're allowed to enjoy that performance yeah. by dude or by that woman, yeah. you know, um, and that team. And it was just full of imagination. And we never took anything on TV for granted back then, yeah. whether yeah. it's 70s, whether it's 80s or anything like that, yeah. because there was so little to challenge it. Mm. Yeah? yeah. Was, came out and redefined cinema. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Completely. Completely. Yeah. yeah? So, um, at any at any stage during well, between the seventies and the eighties and things like that, you were in a good place to yeah. see watch um, those movies when they were being shown on TV. Yeah. Yes, yeah. or 
to see the um the wannabe shows that weren't quite Star Wars but were set in space in some shape or form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh look, that thing's a success. Let's copy that. <laughs> yeah, but as a kid, you don't mind. You don't care. It's just like, oh, let's fucking get into this and and who the characters. It's just it was just that kind of fun. Um, but yeah, that that's why I mean the validation for me it wasn't enough for it to just be adults it, it was it was the the muppet kings that um that brought me in yeah or brought my attention in yeah. to that degree um you know um and that's and, you know and that's just and that was just on on empire yeah. but yeah. by the time we we got to jedi yeah. you know yeah. i was looking at things you know i was I'm, like by that point it's just that it was just my my staple diet watching behind the scenes on a saturday after yeah. or <laughs> sesame street or, or, or was it after sesame street either they'd show like a black and white superman or mr yeah. red I, that wasn't quite superhero stuff no. um it was still uh, fancy though talking horse yes. i mean that's, yeah i remember mr red from like the summer holidays i was like why am I watching this, man? This is some guy in a cardigan <laughs> having a conversation with a horse. Like, what is no. this? But you still watch it, though. We had we had three TV channels, <laughs> and they were all black and white. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. That's yeah. why that. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> it was, you know, it was... It was just that as color TV was was kind of becoming an option and having more than one TV in the house. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. I think people like it's uh, technology is just so accessible these days, and so it's almost throwaway, right? That I think people forget. Like we had our old Hitachi TV for about twenty years, man. There was none of this five years and then replace it for the next OLED, blah 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 blah. It was like, yeah, this is our TV. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, it's yeah, it was great. But the, yeah, the TV, um, as in the programming, you're right. It was it was fantastic because I don't remember a single show actually. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm taking the piss out of Mr. Red a bit, but mm. I'd never seen anything like that before. I'd never seen yeah. a live horse or an animal. I don't think that I yeah. can recall talking. You know, I'd seen stop motion uh, characters or you know cartoons and things like that, but never right. a live thing. And actually yeah. interacting with another human being and it being convincing, so it's that it is that suspension of uh, disbelief, right? So where you're talking about sort of Henson uh, and Oz and stuff, you know, even to this day, and I don't think it's just because of nostalgia. Even to this day, when I see that Yoda puppet, like when it showed up in um, uh, spoilers, if you haven't somehow seen uh, the Last Jedi yet, you know, when he shows up in that, I never at any point felt that there was an arm up some silicon rubber things ass making it do these <laughs> movements you know that that was to as far as i was concerned that was a living thing interacting with another living thing it was just it was just real also, also at a time when um the muppet show mm. and obviously sesame street are huge you know and the huge stars yeah. are making their appearance on both, but mainly on the Muppet Show, yeah, right? Yeah. So we know it's that kind of relationship. I was just so going to say, yeah, it's exactly that, isn't yeah. it? It's when you when you pit that thing, that character against a real human, it legitimizes it, right? Yes, and we'd already had it validated because we watched all those shows before. Hmm. You know, um, you know, Yoda wasn't wasn't fuzzy or furry or anything like that. 
but we knew it was a we knew it was a Muppet of sorts, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's that mind of a child where you just watch these things and you let it wash over you, yeah. you know. And every time you watch it, there's something new to marvel at or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I remember as a kid, you know, sitting there with, and you did, normally did it with the toys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by that point, by that point, we, you know, by the time we got to Jedi, you know, um, there were more than just a handful of toys in the yeah, shop, and you wanted to get. Yeah. You know, um, but it's kind of like, um, uh, where was I going? Where was I going? So yeah, and you kind of get the toys. Where was I heading? Um, yeah, by that point, by ta- by that point, you 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 kind of get you kind of getting toys, and you're kind of imagining these scenarios and the yeah. scenes and whatever. And what you can't imagine, you're you what you can't remember, you're making up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Say, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Wouldn't it be cool if that? You know, none of this. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be cool? And then expecting it to happen. You yeah, know, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. That's stupid, right? So, yeah. so no, none of that, right? But you, but it's, but it's what you do as a child, and it's so liberating to exercise that imagination. Um, I, you know, whenever I see kids now and they're playing with their toys or playing with their Lego, it's kind of it, you are taken back a bit. You know, um, but especially when they get action figures, yeah. when they get because and they're playing and they're working out their scenes or they're just making stuff up or whatever. I love I love seeing that. It's just such a heartfelt moment that takes you back. We remember doing that. Yeah. yeah. You know, a few kids who are doing that now. Yeah. yeah. Because the options are are are, are huge. Yeah. Would you like to sit uh, sit at a computer play or would you like playing the iPad or would you like to? It, there's just so much stuff, mm. right? So you're like, well, where does the creative imagination come in? Mm. So, um, the creative but, play, as they call it. Yeah, but but when these first when these movies came out, yeah. it was you know, it was it wasn't like it was a thing, but it was the thing to do. Yeah, you knew, yeah. you know, um, and you knew which characters you wanted to get, and um. If you didn't know who that character was or whatever, you watched the movie a few times. And you're like, oh, I see it, where that character is, and, then, and you decide whether you want it, whether you want it or not, and things like that, and and drive your parents mad, saying, <laughs> I can't get, you, so I can't get you that Falcon, like I can get you this, I get you that, and you just take whatever you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you, you you keep trying to, or you keep trying to manipulate them into getting you. Oh, but I don't have this figure, and look, he's got two guns. It's better than this one. It's the same price, but this one's got two. You get more. It's better value. Come on, grandparents. Let me yeah, have, I've... you know, whatever it was. The Snowtrooper, I think, had a couple of guns. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think before I'd even seen all three films, yeah. I received um, a, a, a large C-3PO um, oh, for a nice. birthday Oh, lucky. And then I think, and I think for Christmas I got the the R two D two. The scale, of, the scale one um, that fits with that. Yeah, the, yeah. The, how big is that? You know, like like those twelve inches. figures you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 12, 12 inches. Yeah, and then I got another big R two. Um, and and then the last one that I got was was the big Boba Fett. Right. Nice. Um, and I just thought, oh, he looks cool or whatever. I wonder what that does on his back and all this kind of stuff and whatever. And um, 
they were too big to actually play with. Everything yeah. else I had was was a little bit smaller yeah. until I got bigger figures like Spider Man or whatever. And then somehow Spider Man's evolved with these dudes in space. I have no yeah. idea why. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I remember um, they were yeah. I had those before I'd really really seen the really seen the film. Um, I films I knew that. Uh, the little square blocks or whatever, square plates or whatever that were going into the back of R2 were like the secret files or the whatever okay. layer put inside, inside it. I oh, think yeah, it yeah. said that box or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I just, I kind of just remember that. And um, it wasn't until I think I'd seen those movies on VHS. I mean, I mean, you, did you see all of them in the cinema? Or just no, Jedi. no, no, only Jedi, yeah, because I was born in 77, so when Star Wars came out, I was five months old, and wow. uh, yeah, Empire would have been you know, two and a half or whatever, so I was way too young, but um, right. by the time Jedi came around, yeah, I was like five and a half, six or whatever, so oh, yeah, wow. yeah, so I, you know, I would have been able wow. to sit in a cinema and not, you know, scream it down or shit myself yeah, halfway yeah, through yeah. and have to leave, you <laughs> know what I mean? Just jaw dropping, just, yeah. just jaw Amazing. Oh, yeah, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. But see, see, and then what? Those came out on VHS. Then I got stuck into those because mm. by that point I was at um, a high school, and a friend of mine, um, Ricky Martinez, yeah, um, yeah. he was into Star Wars in a big way, and said, "Oh, come round! I've got come round the house. I've got all the figures. Oh, yeah, we can watch the movie and and reenact them." And I was just like. What? What do you mean? All the figures, right? <laughs> Get there, and all the figures that you would want to be, yeah, yeah had them, yeah. Damn. Um, the only thing missing in the collection was maybe like a hundred of the same stormtroopers. Yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but um, and and we had um, you know, like you get um, kitchen roll, yeah, yeah, and then and then you get that inner tube, yeah, inside. It's all yeah. done. We had um. I think there was a set of lightsabers made where the lightsaber was as fat and as round as that. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was made out of that white plastic. Yeah. And um, in the handle, you had maybe two of those big, huge batteries. And it, when you switched it on, it lit up a torch. Oh, but shit, an would, actual toy. Yeah. And what you do is you take off the white, um, the white tubing, which which is the, which is the the blade of the sword, yeah. And on yeah. top of that was like a little gel, and it is either blue or is either green or something like that. Oh wow! But but you couldn't, you know, you could fight with it, yeah. But you'd break it in a couple of a couple of swings because as a kid, you're not really pulling. <laughs> you yeah, 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 yeah. You're just going, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So we were doing that and jumping off of the sofas and whatever and and all that kind of stuff. Um. <laughs> And yeah, he did. He had a falcon. He, oh, wow. I think he had an atat. Um, okay. He had um, Jabba. But then also, we would go down to the local toy shop, and I think it was maybe three pounds at the time, three yeah. pounds for a figure. Um, but we'd go and, and buy buy our buy our figures and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, at that stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, re I remember the first figure I got, um, and it was I think one pound ten p. From Toy oh. Master, yeah, yeah, I think, I, I, but then again, yeah, I'm, I'm probably misremembering. But sorry, yeah, yeah. So you were saying, yeah, no, that's cool, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so so it's kind of like um, 
there was there was an extension on something that we both knew about you know um which is which is interesting because as kids you gravitate to 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 other kids that enjoy the same things as you or watch the same things yeah. as you or some there's some kind of camaraderie there yeah. and um me and Ricky were the only two that kind of gravitated under the umbrella of Star Wars. Yeah. You know, we were the same year and everything like that. So um, it made it easy to kind of plan to meet up on the weekend or whatever and stuff like that and whose house to go around and watch the movies and things. Um, But that was, you know, that was years after being introduced to it in this this fashion that we're describing, you know of these movies and um, just being drawn into it, knowing all the lines and, you know, and and things like that. Yeah. I was going to say, it's interesting you, so like, okay, just going back to, you know, you're talking about the lightsabers, I, and you were talking about the kitchen rolls. So I thought you were going to talk about (laughs) like, you know, what we were saying, creative play, right? So yeah, using yeah. the actual kitchen rolls, like so, I used to get you, know, you used to get the plastic straws as uh, the the you know those fast food straws, and you bend the end, and you could like yes. yeah, 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 yeah. You could do a similar thing with the kitchen rolls, right? So it's just it's just the, when you were started talking about that, I thought that's where you're going, and it just reminded me of uh, the wonderful artwork um, by uh, this chap. Uh, what's his name? Davison. Yeah, Craig Davison. You look at his paintings, and they're these stunning paintings of exactly that of kids dressing up and playing reenacting the star wars characters and in the background there's like this ghosted sort of image of the actual r2 and the actual princess leia and stuff and then reenacting it but yeah and and you're talking about like the dialogue i mean i remember all that kind of stuff you know doing a lot of that um after uh, the dialogue and stuff and trying to remember lines and saying things and after the film sure but it's interesting that our love for, like, is our mutual love, and I'm sure this applies to God knows how many people out there, but um, <laughs> our love for these films uh, happened before we'd even seen the films. You know, oh, there, was just, there was just something in it, you know, in that amazing merchandising deal that Lucas pulled off, uh, and those great adverts, you know, which actually did that role-playing type uh, make-believe stuff where they're enacting scenes with the figures and all that. Which seems to yeah. be a big staple. It's still today, right? I think all toys are sort of a lot of toys are um, or, or story-driven toys are, yeah, are sold that way, right? Yeah, but it's difficult now because you're not sure who's keep who's buying things to keep boxed up and who's buying mm, things to actually yeah. play with. You know? um, yeah. and and there are there are kids out there that are savvy to this and yeah. don't want to ruin their toy and don't want it scrapped <laughs> don't, yeah. and want to look after yeah. it, you know. Um, and then you're thinking, well, okay. Um, have I got to buy you literally two of everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's funny. Sure should... Yeah, I mean that. That's yeah, that's really funny to say that because I'm I'm a bit of a uh, clean freak and neat freak, and I don't like things right. to get damaged and blah blah. blah. And uh, during uh, my collecting years, my Star Wars, predominantly Star Wars and Transformers. That's really what I was mainly interested um, in um, as yeah. an adult. Yeah, I, I fell into that trap of not touching things, not finding, uh, not buying a box which had shelfware. You know, the, the, some of these companies grade the boxes. They say, oh, it's a C8 or a 
C9 or whatever, and you pay that yeah, extra yeah, yeah. 10 quid to get a slightly better box. And then, I don't know, something happened about five years ago, and something just snapped. I was like, nah, man, I want to I wanna feel this thing. And you just rip the box open, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. You know, and you play with it. And, and I, I found myself doing that again. But as a kid, yeah. it was a bit weird, actually. And actually, I no, it wasn't weird, because it's the same trait, actually. Um, mm. Whereas the Star Wars figures I did play with, and I would cut out the uh, you know my little coupons so I could do my mail away for the emperor yeah. and whatever it was you know um, I remember my grandfather watching my grandfather come back from work uh, and this was post Star Wars for me I was just kind of leaning out of Star Wars it was 1984 and Transformers had just come out right so that was like the new big thing and I remember yeah. him uh, he was going to get me Megatron so I'm oh, like back. perched at the window and he gets off the bus and he's walking down and I see it. In one hand, he's got his briefcase. In the other hand is this big purple box. I'm like, oh, oh my God, is. yes. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and uh, he gave it to me. And I, uh, I don't think I opened it. I put it on top of this old you know, mahogany uh, showcase thingy that we had. And I put yes. it there and it stayed there. And then, yeah, I remember something happened and I was like... No, I need to. I need to play with this thing, and I opened it up and I played with it, and and then I put it back in the box. Of you know, after every play session, I'd put it back neatly yes. and put it aside. But for some odd reason, my Star Wars figures were just in this fucking pile, you know, with like, you know, they they had battle scars and yeah, like, you know, and yeah, yeah, but they're ready to go. They're they ready were to go ready to go, ready. man. <laughs> And and there, and I you know as much as I love all this other stuff that that's out there, um, I always just keep coming back to Star Wars figures, you know. And like um, obviously back then it was a three and three quarter inch. Like if I'd seen that twelve inch doll somewhere, I think I would have freaked out. You know the C three PO stuff that you're talking about. I ne I don't think I was ever. I never saw those. I only ever saw the little three and three quarter inch. Now obviously we've got all the hot toys and stuff, and you know it's it's something else. But one thing. Go on, go on. No, I was just going <laughs> to say, well, no, no, go on. You, you finish your thought. No, it's going to be really quick. Yeah. I remember getting the toy torn torn. Oh, yeah? you lucky devil. Yeah. yeah. And and the thing is, what was beautiful about that is that when you would make it run, yeah. it wouldn't look too different to the stop motion animation. Mm. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I love the torn torn. Yeah. <laughs> the stop motion, I mean, I know we've talked about that, but. The Harry House and stuff. Yeah, I was a big fan growing up, right? Like Sinbad used to scare the crap out of me, especially when there'd be a Hindu deity. Oh no, that's, that's Clash of Times. Yeah, no, no. The, the Sinbad had the um, Sinbad had I forget which one, but there were the skeletons that came out the ground yes. with the swords. Oh, that yeah, was, was that? yeah, that, that was one. Sure that Sinbad. Sinbad and Jason and the Argonauts as well. Yeah. Did oh, okay? Maybe that's what. Maybe it was Jason. Um, Anyway, yeah, okay. So, but you know, you know what I mean. Those, those, yeah, those films. Yeah. But I remember Sinbad particularly. It had, um, I forget which goddess it is, but it had this Hindu goddess, and she's a baddie. And I remember watching oh, that. Yes, I yeah, and yes. she comes alive. Oh, the tiger, the tiger, that one is. The and she's one? like, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Arms spread out, and she's got all the swords, and she's fighting all these dudes. And I was like, who is it? Shiva, is Shiva, isn't it? Shiva? Uh no, 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 no. It would have been because Shiva is a dude. Um, unless I was a dude, oh my god, you know, this is why I don't purport to be a Hindu. She's got four arms and four legs or yeah. whatever and stuff four, like that, and arms, she's in the yeah. circle. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then there will be, yeah. I remember my grandparents because they were, you know, they're devout sort of Hindus or, uh, well, my grandmother now. Uh, and they would be like, no, no, I, this is all silly. This isn't real, you know. And then they pull out the big words and I'd be like, yeah, but you know, you're the real tech stuff and going to like the temple on a Saturday afternoon. That's boring, man. This is cool. Look, let me learn about my religion through Sinbad, please. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> but the Tauntaun, when That's I saw the Tauntaun. Yeah, exactly. But when I saw that Tauntaun and it's that like one of those open, it's one of the first few shots. And I was like, oh my God, that is so cool. Because yeah. it wasn't just like there in um, the foreground. You know, it's kind of, it's got the atmospheric pressure. It's obviously in the distance. You can see the, the snow blowing across it and everything. And I was like, this is amazing. And the transition between that and the handheld, you know, puppet maquette thing that they were using yeah. for the yeah. close-ups and the mids, like, for me, that transition was flawless. Like, I, I, at no point was I taken out. There was a beautiful moment, and I think it's just before hand stops. Yeah. When he's writing his, and the tauntaun comes towards the camera, but it's yeah. but it is stop motion animation. Yeah. I it's just one of the most beautiful yeah. things every time I see it. Yeah, every and time it, I see it. And one of the most disappointing things for me, and I've I've written about this uh, somewhere, um, is the fact that the uh, rancor wasn't stop motion. Oh, I've, I've only started appreciating the rancor puppet <laughs> now as an adult. Right, well, as a kid, I was like, "What is this bullshit?" What is this? Oh, Why is it oh. not? Oh, he's not moving right. Why is he so slow? Oh, yeah. I was such no, a spoiled child, man. No, no, it was. I don't know. I never, I never crossed that line between mm. um, disbelieving what I was being shown, yeah, um, as opposed to believing. It was always kind of like this is a story. Just wow, wow, wow. Just yeah. take it in, take it in. Yeah. Um, I remember. What was I watching? There was, um, I was about to say something. So, um, oh, there was a moment in, in a film that I, films that I was watching when I was younger Yeah. that I didn't really, that there was certain, like Superman 4. Yep. Yeah, Superman 4. I'm, I'm a little bit older, but it's Superman 4. And um, when it was obvious that um, the studios were trying to make the movie um, cheaper. Yeah. That, they had done to make a bigger profit you know as they do from time to time um uh we lost the the heart of the piece which is to believe that a man could fly yeah yeah, yeah. um there were a few wire moments or whatever it's fine but anytime he was flying you could you knew it was a trans you knew he was just being hung in front of a screen yeah or or as a transfer you know what yeah, i mean it, it was just that weird composite right they just took that and it was the same shot of him flying yeah. out towards the camera, you know, flying yeah. up to the barrel. And it, and it was just that same shot used over and over again. And the composite was so bad that his suit, and there was a technical reason why this was happening. And I can't remember why now. Um, I did read about it. Yeah, it went a weird sort of green color. Yeah, like a turquoise yeah. color. Yeah. And it just, it chucked you out immediately. True, but, okay, but, so the Rancor didn't do that to me. You see, yeah, yeah, you say that, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't lose my thread. I didn't yeah. lose my thread to Superman. I just thought, let me just watch it. Yeah. Um, uh, Superman 1 and 2 and 3 is quite funny. Yeah. Um, I can deal with those. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking about as a kid. Yeah, but I thought, yeah. I have to watch this and see this through. Um, the Rancor bit, it was very Harryhausen. Mm. Great Harryhausen. 
especially when he put the bone in his mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. yeah. I think visually, yeah, I mean, obviously it works because even to this day, I, I, in fact, it, I, like I said, I think I, I, I'm more accepting of it, but as a kid, because I think I was a bit too obsessed with stop motion. And I could recognize right. it. That I recognizes it, right? It, it, I can, you can tell the difference. But it was then, the thing. It was the thing. It was what. It was our staple. Stop motion yeah. was one of the most beautiful forms of special effects we had as children growing up. Yeah. It was. It was a staple. So yeah, yeah it wouldn't have been too alien to see something like that. Yeah, and I love seeing some, like going back to the toy stuff. Like, what have you seen? A lot of these sort of fan made videos and stuff where. They use the toys, right? And and they do stop motion animation with the toys, and you're like, oh my god! Like, a that's a massive commitment, man. Well done, kudos to you. Uh, but B, it's fantastic because they they these guys are these people are like they're they're bringing to life what we were so what we would be doing in real time in front of us with these figures. They they're kind yeah. of doing the same thing, slowing it down a bit, slowing down the pace. Take a few pictures, yeah. you know. Well, don't think it's us. If it was us, yeah. we, and, and, we, and we had these cameras or whatever, it'd be like just put it on record, and yeah. we would stand <laughs> them and have conversation and and do all the things, you know, what I mean? yeah. by hand. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah? And it would be awesome. And it's kind of like recording a moment, like um, you can see a kid saying, oh, "I want to record the story that I'm playing out with the toys," and say, "Yeah, this is when this happened," or whatever. Um, it's and you know what. <laughs> That is that creative juice, that creative spark that a kid gets for creation, or whether that's telling a story or how to manually tell a story, physically yeah, tell yeah, a story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But that child will never forget that, yeah. you know, and may go on to want to be a cameraman, may want to be a director, may, do you know what I mean? But yeah. also, or someone who just appreciates the media, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but it's. It was it was a time where we could enjoy things a lot more as children without um, uh, picking it apart. I remember going back to Superman again. Mm. Um, I'm Superman too, and I remember when um, the three villains um, were arriving on Earth. Mm. You know, and two of them sink into the water lake, and one of them and Zod stays on yeah. top of the water. Yeah. And it got to a point that when they started showing that on TV, yeah. um, I had to squint because I could see the wires. Could you so really? Soon, yeah, and as soon as that scene happened, I would squint, I could see that, and then it would cut to a close-up or whatever, and then I'd open my eyes, and it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and that's oh, what man. happened on the VHS for... It happened on the VHS for Return of the Jedi. No. When, uh, yes, and I will tell you this now oh, so that man. it haunts you forever. Wait, hang um, on a second. You ruined this for me. I tell you, I'm never forgiving you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're, about to, you're about to ruin Return of Jedi for me. Ah, no. uh, you know, man. But, it, but <laughs> no, no, go, go, go. When three PO is being hailed as a golden god, yeah. and he says, Luke says, three PO, tell them to release us, or you'll use your magic, or yeah. whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. yeah he goes, I impersonate deity or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and then Luke opens his eyes, and then that chair rises, yeah. and you see what's pulling that chair up you see these wires you see these strings no. and i would squint the hell out of the tv screen you are shitting but, me dude no i'm serious there's oh there's loads of things that i could tell you oh, <laughs> but, God, man. But, but um on the special editions or when they started cleaning it up before the special editions or along the way um they took 
they took those strings out. Right. You know, but, um, but it didn't it didn't destroy anything for me. No. No, and that's yeah okay. So that, that yeah, and that's a good thing I suppose as children we do. It's that it is that suspension of disbelief. But like I I I don't remember that. Just talking about that specific scene, I do remember it wobbling. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a subtle. There's one point where it just subtly wobbles to the left and right, and I think oh that's a bit that's a bit too real world. That's a, you know. But uh, yeah. I'm gonna go back and see, because I've got um I've got a a set well, at least one set pre remaster then i've got the remaster from 1990 uh but I, yeah i have got a set i just need to find a vhs player but uh you know um i'm going to check that out man because unless somebody's already got it out there uh that would be interesting to see you know youtube seems to have everything i'll check it out but oh, yeah we used to be so so kind of forgiving. not easy to please but yes we used to be so forgiving yeah. um uh because if you weren't, it would destroy the concept, the idea, and the movie for you, mm. you know, and you needed to enjoy it because you were going to go to school or high school yeah. and everybody's yeah. going to be raving about it yeah. and you couldn't be the one there saying, oh, yeah, but what about this? Because you would get shot down soon and quick. Yeah. Or you'd, oh. you'd defend it till you get punched in the face by, like, the naysayers and then, uh, <laughs> you you know, go and stand in the corner and cry. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't quite that violent, but it was, it was kind of more about, it was more about sharing a, um, a mutual like or a mutual mm. love for something and having a number of people mm. aware of it to, to kind of understand that love you have or sharing it. Yeah. You know, um, and then it could be something like um, where you would trade your cards and you're doing swaps, you know, yeah, or the stickers, yeah. like this panini, panini sticker books. Oh, my, oh goodness. my God. Man. I still, still got one of those. I still yeah. got, I think I've got both of them upstairs. But, um, you know, you do these trades and or whatever. And then occasionally it might be a toy. Like someone says, oh, I sort of be my, my Star Wars finger for blah, 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 for that. No or for this way. Or whatever. I never had you know? that, man. Oh. No <laughs> They'll be like, I will give you my, let's see, what figure would they have, the, not figure, which sticker, it would be of like one of the best bin dudes in the background, like one of the extras. Oh, you can have this, you give me your <laughs> silver foil Boba Fett limited edition. I'm like, um, there's something that yeah, sounds fair about this. It's yeah. of, of Han and Luke in their Stormtrooper outfits, yeah, yeah with the helmets on, yeah. and they're like, Hell no, you ain't having that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you see, you know, I yeah, I grew up in the dirty south of London, so they would then just punch me in the face, take the card, and then I'd go stand in the corner and cry and uh, come home and watch Star Wars and everything would be okay again. But yeah, <laughs> no, I'm exaggerating. But, but, but one thing, I, uh, but moving on slightly, yeah. I I didn't have the toy. I, I, I didn't have it. I missed it on, on the prequels. Yeah. You know, by the time the prequels hit, um, I think my disappointment at not being able to um, see um, a use of buying a hundred pound lightsaber, a beautiful lightsaber, you know, with the glass tubing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, I couldn't. The original I couldn't Force just, effects ones. Yes, I yeah. couldn't justify yeah. getting one of those if I couldn't bash it around with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and then. Yeah, it was one of those things where I knew they were doing castings and, and things like that. And 
they were only going for certain names and they weren't even going to shoot in this country in the UK. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, uh, okay. So it, it created some distance and that agony. You know, like when you watch the first Harry Potter movie and you're thinking, oh, that is great. Actually, no, it's not. I should yeah. have waited and a few of them have been out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantastic yeah. Beast. Oh, that was great. Oh, crap. I've got to wait. How long for the next one? Yeah, exactly. You've know? you got to build up. You've got to bank them, right? Um, <laughs> it's funny. Okay, so you, 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 you're talking about that um, lightsaber. I mean, I, I do have a story about that lightsaber. I was fortunate enough to... So I held one in 2003. That was when I first became privy to it. I was in the US. Um, it was my last semester at uni. And uh, I was around some friend's house. And uh, this girl that I knew, she's a friend of ours, um, she was mad. She's a Star Wars nut. And right. uh, she would go to conventions. And this stuff was all alien to me. Because um, Star Wars, so like, you know, we've kind of skipped the 90s. But, um, you know, Star Wars sort of died for a lot of people during the yes, late yeah, 80s, they, they, right? Um, and, and yeah, uh, yeah, other than that stuff. But for me, it didn't actually really. Um, even though things like Droids and Ewoks cartoons and all that stuff was only around for like one season for, you know, for a year in this country maybe because we had this habit of right. kind of uh, stretching things out and chopping up 30-minute or 22-minute episodes into five-minute chunks that will come yeah. on TVAM in the mornings or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think for me personally, there was a little bit more longevity um, because I actually like Caravan of Courage and uh, whatever the other one was, um, the Battle for Endor, you know, the Ewok films. Yeah. Uh, because we got them in the cinema over here as well, if you yeah. know, whereas the US didn't. So, haha, England it's one, funny. US zero. I um, didn't get that. Yeah, man. So, like, it lasted a bit longer for me. But the 90s, yeah, they went kind of dead, you know, and I, I had some vague notion that there were these new toys but i remember seeing them and they kind of looked a bit like miniature he-man figures because the everybody was so hench even princess leia was just like you know like a bodybuilder and stuff and, I was like, right. and plus for me i was at that age where i was in my mid-teens right so now i was getting interested in girls and other things and you know i'd rather yeah. hang out with my mates and you know do whatever rather than uh, yeah. play with the toys and actually um but although I never really lost my love for the films, because especially in '97 when the special editions came, it kind of reignited a little bit, you know. Oh, I sort of, right. so I, I jumped back up again, and I, and I remember, um, I think there was a, it wasn't Jaffa cakes, or, or some kind of confectionery, some kind of biscuit or sweet thing, that came in a really long, basically one of those, uh, like kitchen roll tubes, but it was, okay. um, but it was part of the Star Wars merch, right? So it was all branded Star Wars, and it was a lightsaber. Yeah, oh, it was just wow. a, yeah, it was just this cardboard thing, and I remember <laughs> I had one of those, and I go around smashing stuff up. But it was just like a, it was a throwaway thing. You're like, yeah, cool, okay, I saw the film, and that was it. And uh, and in fact, my experience of watching the special editions in the cinema was awful because I went back to the old, what used to be the old ABC had become a Safari cinema in Croydon, where they still had a mono speaker, right, with a giant stage. Uh, Do you know what uh, I mean? You yeah. could have put a play yeah. on, but. You know the, the 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 presentation was just awful. You know it just ruined it. For me. Um, but, but talking were, about those special editions, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, so th that kind of reignited it a little bit, but um, not again, not in terms of toys. So the merchandise was literally that cardboard yeah. lightsaber. 
And then it, it yeah. wasn't until, you know, what, five, six years later, when I, on the eve of me coming back to England, um, and uh, yeah, this girl, I was in this apartment, and she she has this thing just propped up against the wall, yeah? And she's showing me these pictures of her dressed up as Princess Leia when she went to this convention. In, and uh, I think it was, uh, is it Dragon Con or one of these big ones? She's like, yeah, I went to this convention and blah, blah. And I was like, what the hell's a convention? Like, well, where they, yeah, yeah. you know, where they talk about new technology and stuff. Cause I knew about that. Cause my uncle was into that. He used to go to the trade shows right. and stuff as part of work. Okay. So I was like, is that what you're, is what, those are boring, man. Like who wants to sit there for two hours <laughs> and some guy go on about like nanotech, not even nanotechnology, mobile phone technology, whatever the hell it was. I was like, what the hell is the internet? Do you know what I mean? It was like Jay Muse yeah. out of um, uh, that film. Anyway, and uh, she's like, no, 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 it's cool, man. Like, you go there and it's all comic books and it's all movies and people dress up. I was like, okay, that kind of, you know, then the kid, all of a sudden, I mean, I'm in my mid to late, I'm in my mid-20s at this point. Right, yeah. And, and she starts describing the stuff and uh, my imagination is sparked and all of a sudden I'm a kid again. And I, and I see this thing. I was like, "That what, what is that? She's like, oh, this is this is a lightsaber. I was like, can I play? And she's like, no, you can't touch this. So she held this thing for me. I was like, why? What do you mean? You know, I'll clean it up. I'll, I'll get all the fingerprints off if it's going to happen. You know, if that's what's going to happen. Because it was all metallic. It was shiny. I think that's it was, true. you know what? I've got a feeling it was Luke's uh, saber from, or Obi-Wan. No, uh, no, Luke's saber from episode four. From the original oh. film, yeah, it was that um, that design. Because no, no, you can't because it's very delicate. It's basically, you know, this thing is, as you said, it's it's glass. It's like glass. That yeah. doesn't sound very safe. So it's a tube light. <laughs> that was, so it's basically a tube light. Yeah, I've got I've got loads of those at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the kitchen. It's like no, no, no. And then she switches thing on and it lit up. And I was like, what the actual oh. hell is this yeah. magic? Yeah this wizardry what are you doing she's like yeah there's gases she she went into like a technical breakdown of this thing and then she told me how much it was valued at how much it cost and then she proceeded to boast about how it was given to her as a gift by some you know admirer from the convention i was like what and, and i think she said it was like 200 bucks or something or 150 bucks and i remember so my mind just being blown like yeah, no, no, I'm yeah. not going to touch that. Because if I break this thing, there's no way I can afford to give you the money or yeah. even find this yeah. thing. So did you ever, so you never managed to get one? No. no. Uh, to this day, I don't, I, don't own a, I don't own one of those um, beautiful lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's, I don't know, it, that was the thing, you know. And I think where it kind of... Um, didn't seem to matter so much is that I didn't really know anybody else who had one of these lightsabers. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't kind of like I was wasn't constantly being reminded of it, and the Big yeah. Bang Theory wasn't on yeah. TV, yeah. and Howard's bedroom didn't have those <laughs> those green yeah, lightsabers yeah, yeah. all. You know, at that point, you know. Um. So uh. So no, I I did get a lot of enjoyment out of watching. Um, Ewan and Liam mm. and Ray, bless him, um, going at it, yeah. you know, and and when they went at it, it was at a pace with a ferocity and yeah, gosh, 
Oh, with the glowing, the glowing sticks yeah. were just, ooh, just pushing across the yeah. screen. And it was just, you know, that I could dig. And yeah. it would have been disappointing to have a lightsaber that I couldn't really do that with or do that with anybody else who had a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, I'm thinking, well, if I did have one, I, I'd just switch it on every now and again. I'd turn it on in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, 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 <laughs> yeah. And then put it back on his mantle. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I mean, yeah, oh gosh, I'm glad you mentioned um, episode one because, you know, I just, the story I just told kind of made it sound like I was completely out of touch since 97 up to uh, 2003, which is not the case actually because I saw Phantom Menace about seven times in the cinema. Um, yeah. And I went to the exhibition at County Hall, you know, at, at the old Saatchi Gallery. Um, yeah. you know, there was a, but I just never got into that much of the merch, to be honest. Um, you know, I had like the odd book or, uh, the souvenir type stuff that you got from, uh, you know, these kinds of exhibitions. I remember getting one of those, uh, a small miniature, not miniature, but it was the smaller X-Wing, the Erdl model. Oh, right. So I yeah, had that, yeah, yeah. that was really nice. You know, it was like one of those snap fix things. Um, yeah, and in fact, actually, funny story. You just mentioned Ray Park, right? So uh, uh, he, uh, we we went to the so I went to that exhibition at County Hall at the Saatchi. Yeah, then my family came over from the U.S. about two weeks later, and I was like, oh, we got to go see this thing. And so they all the kids, we all went, and we saw it was a Saturday, and we saw the uh, exhibition. Or it was a Friday? I can't remember. And then when I went, I was like, oh, and there's a gift shop upstairs. Let's go check out all the models and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Then we went up there. And I see a sign saying, tomorrow, signing Ray Park, Darth Maul. I was like, what the? You mean I could have met Darth So I looked at my aunt. I was like, can we come back? And she's like, are you shitting me? We just paid like a small fortune to come here. Uh, no, we are not coming back tomorrow. I was like, oh, my God. You know, and that would have been my first. For me, that was my, that would have been, had I, yeah, had we had gone there, that would have been my first experience of seeing one of the actors in person. Of course, now, you know. I, the, I, since then, I've got smashed in the bar with Ray Park, uh, so it's it's fine. It's all is forgiven, Art. But, but think about it like this: yeah. you know, um, since the Phantom Menace, yes, you know, um, he hasn't been on our, on our screen, you know, um, and yet he's been, you know, like I haven't been at the conventions, but I know he has. Yeah, you know, yeah. just the outpouring of everybody and, yeah. and there's a clip here and there's a clip there and whatever. And yeah, he owns more, you oh, know, and, but, but, you know, and you don't take it for granted when he stands in front of you and he twirls that lightsaber around, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because at the same time he's twirling this thing around and he's twirling it the same way he would do for a director. And he says, well, do, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? Do you want yeah. that? Well, that's him doing it. No yeah. stunt double. That's him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, you know, I couldn't be happier for him now. You know, um, yeah, especially, especially you know. since he's finally uh, graced our screens again. Um, you know, that that's another interesting thing. Like, you know, when you look at when you talk about the original film, yeah. The first Star Wars, Vader is on screen for something like 12 minutes, if even that. And he Fine. became this lasting thing. And a lot of people were expecting, you know, I remember at the time there was a bit of sort of, uh, 
animosity towards the character more because everybody was like, "Wow, he was meant to be the next Vader and he's not." I'm like, "I are you sure he's not?" Because that dude, I'm pretty sure, had even less screen time, and yet here we are, almost twenty years later, still talking about him. The character's now back. He's been back, obviously, in other um, media, you know, in other media. But now Ray yeah. Park is back, and everybody knows. Well, I'm assuming everybody knows, but you know, he's a recognizable character. People know him. He's a mainstay. Everybody loves him. So how has he not had the same? effect you know you, tell me that like do, mm. do what do you think do you do you agree do you disagree i look i i think there's because these movies have been made in such a way so we started with episode four mm. you know and we know george lucas wanted to wanted to make these um movies to replicate the cliffhanger movies um or tv shows right yeah, flash Gordon. serial stuff yeah yeah you know um and he wanted to create a, fa- a fantasy, a very, a, like a fairy tale fantasy, sci-fi fantasy, um, for for families and 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 children to kind of enjoy, mm. you know. So, you know, it starts at four, um, and he has to round it off because he's not quite sure whether um, he's going to be able to do any more, yeah. you know. Um, so, but, you know, his in, his influences are all there in in the first movie. Then all of a sudden, he's able to do the second movie but also tie in the third. So it's like, perfect. I now get to do my second movie, which will have a cliffhanger. Yeah. Ta-da! Yeah. Right, cool. But then he thinks, all right, I'm finishing at um, uh, Return of the Jedi, so let me just tie things up. Yeah. So out of the three movies, only one of them has turned out, well, only one has linked into the second one mm. via a cliffhanger. Yeah. Wait. He then realizes after chatting to Spielberg and his friends, he ain't done. Yeah? yeah. Equals. Well, okay, well, if I'm going to go to one and two and three and I'm going to go to four, what? They're each going to need a kind of cliffhanger, yeah. right? The cliffhanger you really got in Phantom Menace was, was knowing that Anakin was a boy, so he's got to grow up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then Palpatine. Says we'll be watching. We'll be watching your career. Blah blah blah. blah. So so you're like, ooh, right? Um, and then and then so on and so. But you know, he tries around it, but he gives you that hint that there's more, and so on with the rest of those movies, right? Now, with the Phantom Menace, what was beautiful is we got to see Palpatine. We got to see um him weave his little way into. You know, um, the Jedi, the um, no, into was it the the council, like the, yeah. the government council thing there? Yeah. Weave his way into there, and how he manipulates it's all so these people, yeah. you know. And it's not until you get older and you realize, hang on a second, I put on the news and I'm seeing that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. I digress, right? <laughs> you yeah, know? that's a whole different convo, right? Like, <laughs> we've had this conversation before where I've talked about. <laughs> Some of the parallels between the Bush administration and the the Russian Well, I'm not even talking about the Bush administration. I'm talking about history. History yeah, right, shows right. Yeah, that, right, yeah. that's how leaders and tyrants and dictators manipul- yeah. manipulate, right? Yeah. Um, and and also, um, it's not until you get into the behind the scenes. Oh, but that's another conversation about those yeah, prequels. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> just pure joy, pure yeah. gold. Um, Rick McCallum, George Lucas, yeah. I got praise, praise, oh, praise for that. Yeah. Um, but but you're being introduced to Palpatine, and you're seeing how 
he manipulates beings around him, especially um, how he was recruited, how he recruited Darth Maul, yeah, you know, and he's, yeah. he's got a new apprentice, yeah. you know, um, and so on. And it's just like, oh, well, that didn't kind of work out. You've got to find another one now, any? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, he's got his eyes set on Anakin. Yeah. You know, is he going to have another one there until Anakin gets older? What the hell's going on? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Over that period of time, as Anakin gets older, you know that he's been manipulating the council, yeah, yeah? yeah. all of this time, yeah. yeah, and and throughout all of that time, the Jedi haven't got a clue, no. right? But the pure gold doesn't happen, you know. Um, it kind of it trickles along, but the pure gold mm-hmm. doesn't happen until Revenge of the Sith, yeah. and he yeah. then reveals himself to to Anakin. Yeah. Oh, goosebumps, goosebumps, yeah. dude. <laughs> but oh man, it's, that's an amazing. It's, it's, it's what it's kind of being a part of that manipulation and seeing the hero um, fall. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and how he's being enticed into falling, and it's his fear and his worry about his concern about the relation. It was just nothing was too complicated to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, as a kid, you're not worried too much about the council. All you know is this guy's in charge. Yeah, yeah you ain't got to know the politics. You'll find out soon enough whether you're yeah. watching a news or yeah. yeah, or these movies, right? Yeah. So, but but you follow it along, um, and then you see it happen. But this is one thing I, I forgot to mention when we we're talking about the originals going into these movies, yeah. and that is and that is kind of like this. Um, Oh, how do I describe it? It's um, like, like like the originals kind of get into these movies. It's the guilty pleasures. Yeah, it's the guilty pleasures you have in between the movies. So in between the original three movies and these movies, yeah, yes, I bought the normal edition on VHS. Yeah, then I bought widescreen silver box edition on VHS. Yeah, and then and then I was like. You you kidding me? I'll, I'll go buy special editions, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they right? milked it well. Yeah, I was like, all right, you know, and I, and I went through it. But they remained as those kind of guilty, pleasurable things, yeah. right? Um, and now I don't, I can't remember in between the movies of the prequels, yeah. you know, how I was watching them. Um, uh, and I'm sure I must have bought the DVD separately, so I must have gotten into those the behind the scenes of um, uh, of of the prequels. So, what do you mean during their production time? Yeah. Well, in but well, well, we had Phantom and it was released. Then it comes on DVD, and then we're waiting for you know right. Attack of the Clones. So I th- um, so they didn't. Yeah, what you're remembering, I think, because the, the 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 I don't think the prequel. Uh, Unless I'm misremembering, but I don't believe they came out on DVD immediately after. Did they come out in between? I didn't think they did, did they? Didn't they come after once they were all done? Oh, I don't or, know. Or am I thinking of the originals? I, just, I think I'm thinking of the originals. No, I just, I just assumed that after Phantom... Yeah, it must know, because we had already gotten into that age where movies come out, you know, yeah. really set at Christmas. So, so yeah. I must have picked up the DVDs. I, I did pick up Yeah, okay. Um, but the beautiful thing about that is is what we were talking about before about behind yeah. the scenes and stuff. And yeah. um, I, to this day, have never seen 
a, a movie on Blu-ray or DVD or anything yeah. that comes close, yeah. yeah, not even like close to the amount of content yeah, there Jesus. is on yeah. all the, these prequels. Yeah. It, it's pure gold. It's pure joy. Um, and then I think it was kind of at that point where I kind of I, I kind of just assumed there was no commentary on it. And then I realized that they always hid the commentary in the language section. Yeah. And I'm treated with George talking about this, that, and the other. Yeah. And I'm like, hang on, I've got to look at my other DVDs. Yeah. And, and, and that's yeah. where the commentaries yeah. were. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's kind of like, man, I had this DVD for how long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, that stuff was, um, so by the time, um, you know, episode two, I think, was out, and I was getting ready to come back home to England. I was, you, I was hundred percent back into, you know, that stuff. So I was, I mean, I was one of those guys who, for the Phantom Menace teaser, you know, was I was at my brother's house and on his little fifty-six k dollar modem, and it took about twelve hours to download this one and a half minute teaser, you know, and it was worth it, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> worth it. Um, but i was also um watching you know this this new thing this brand new thing that george lucas had invented called uh, yeah. uh what were they called the, the web docs he called them webisodes i think yeah okay so, uh, if you went to yeah. star wars i think it was on starwars.com every whatever it was every month or week or whatever they would release a behind the scenes thing uh a video uh that lasted a few minutes long and it was, it was just amazing. They were fantastic. Wow. Like one would be on the lightsabers. So you know what you're talking about. Yeah, they were smacking these lightsabers. Around. So they'd show yeah, you yeah. the hilt. They showed, I think, um, you McGregor receiving his hilt and, and choosing know, one. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. And and all of that, you know. And I think you can you can find all that stuff sort of um, compounded into sort of more feature length docs. But I remember at the time they were releasing these little. And I was like, Oh my god, we actually get to see how the stuff is made. Now remember, I wasn't exposed to the behind the scenes stuff uh like you were, you know. And I think as a kid I, I probably I don't know how interested I would have been, to be honest. But at this point yeah. in my life, it was just like, you know, seeing those seeing that workshop, which kind of looked a bit like my old C D T room in high school, yeah. Only right. these shelves and these wooden <laughs> tables and surfaces are filled with just, you know, heaven. All these creatures and these, uh, you know, these weapons, and and you got all these costumes and mannequins and people sculpting out of clay and stuff. I was like, why the fuck didn't we do this in CDT? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, the amount of content that was produced oh. during those films. So also, it re it reignited my passion for behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because along the way, there were certain films coming out, yeah. and um. I I loved the fact that I didn't know how they did certain things, yeah. you know. So yeah. things like Back to the Future had already come out by that yeah. point, or whatever. And I think we'd already seen all kinds of stuff, maybe yeah. Ghostbusters or whatever, things like that. And yeah. um, there story were things like and, yeah. yeah, there were things there were things that I I, I didn't feel like I, I wanted to see just yet because I I just thought yeah. let me just believe this the yeah. way it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but what also happened during that period is that there were more concise documentaries based on um, George Lucas personally, mm. you know, mm. and 
um, the literal struggle that he had to make the films. And, yeah, yeah, and um, especially the, well, we're talking about the originals because because yeah. it's like you know and he did these and it's kind of like wow documentaries and things yeah. and um, some I'd seen before I'd never seen before but um, what they did for me being um, a little black kid growing up in in Halston. Yeah. Um, yeah. And where else did I move to after Halston? Um, I was in Kil- well, Kilburn, then Halston, or whatever. Um, not great areas for for anybody who's wanting to become um, an actor in big book block, block, blockbuster movies. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a ridiculous um, aspiration to have. Yeah. You know, um, especially at that time, and you know, it was just this thing i marveled so much at his inner core strength in his in his emotional strength i know it beat him up i know it yeah. beat him up pretty bad but i marveled so much on his pure strength and he never lost his vision he knew exactly what he was going to be doing yeah. and what was interesting is that when he was working with um the principal actors and stuff like that mm. um uh, things like he hadn't invented previs yet, yeah. So yeah. anybody's worked previs and you got previs is George, yeah, yeah. I wanted to end that like <laughs> I was Samuel Jackson for a second, there. but yeah, got <laughs> families listening. But yeah, it's um, yeah, they didn't have previs then, so it's kind of like you're trying to convince a production team to make this thing and this interior of the ship and this, that, and whatever, yeah. and they have no idea. Yeah. what's what's coming because you can't describe it to them to make them believe it because they barely believe what you're about to shoot anyway yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this yeah. is this is the height of um of sincere self-belief yeah and um what he would have riding on it people's yeah. careers people to pay set designers the big names ralph mccrory um sid mead maybe i can't remember if sid was involved but you had all of these people yeah. you know and and the whole of the entertainment industry yeah 99% of the entertainment industry not wanting to touch his stuff with a barge pole yeah. dude how do how how do you <sighs> How do you get past that other than seeing it through? Yeah. And that's what he did. And, um, oh, man, I've got so much passion for it. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but he saw it through. And, and, and that's what I took from all of that is that if, I've, if I am going to be an actor, I'm in it for the long haul. Yeah, yeah. You know, I need to see this thing through. Um, I can't quit today because my dream job might come tomorrow. Yeah. yeah? Um, if I've got an idea to shoot something or whatever, and blah, blah, please get, oh, I'm sorry, I'm telling something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't get it or whatever. Wait till it's done. Yeah. You know, I, I had to deal with that later on in my life or whatever. And, you know, um, thankfully, kind of, it turned out amazing, but nobody expected it to look the way that it did. Mm. But it's kind of, you know, you it, as, a, as a kid, I had no one to give me that, life lesson yeah yeah such an important life lesson about self-belief self-determination yeah. the um 
if you can see it in your mind, then you can create it, you know. Um, all of that, um, there was no one. It was always, you know, I grew up in a religious family. Have a bit of, you know, have faith. Pray yeah. to this. But pray, pray. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, but yeah, that's, that's, that's not going to really, get you the gig, is it? That's not really working for me. It may work yeah. for some. It's not working for me, but yeah. it, it was more about the sincerity to the self. Because you, because you then get to a point where it's like, well, if I want to get something done, yeah. the only person I can rely on to get it done is me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. That's why you, you know? do it yourself, right? Yeah, but 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 at whatever age it is, you you are when you realize this, because it's not an age thing. It's not it's not selected that way. But whenever you get to a point where you realize this, it's because of certain triggers. That are made that make sense for you to understand that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the experiences, you know? isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I and, and I went into and I and that was all I was into. I was already into all of that when the prequels were coming along or whatever. And then um, I obviously and now I had found where his commentaries were. Yeah. You know, I was watching Attack of the Clones, and I was looking at this battle sequence and you know and and the irony the irony of all of the the, the stormtroopers in the movie being cgi yeah but they're clones yeah exactly there is something no, interesting about that right it's it's beautiful because if you are going to clone them might as well make them cgi <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i never yeah. had a problem with that at all man like in fact it took me a while uh, to learn that they weren't actually dudes in right, right. suits. I mean, I I don't know. Okay, yeah, the, because the whole all of the films looked a specific sort of way. They had the sheen, right? So, yeah. and you you weren't gonna get like um, the sort of and plus, Lucas himself by that point had had what over twenty years of experience in the industry and of making these films. So he wasn't gonna make necessarily make that same mistake where. You know, a stormtrooper is walking along, and his fucking helmet, you know, gets tilted to the side. He knocks into something, or you know, somebody's uh, arm is around it, and he yeah. half pulls it off, and they're like, and nobody notices that in the frame. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. As a, you, know, you know the deliberate one here. He did. Yeah, yeah, I know the Django Fett yeah, yeah. deliberate but, one. Yeah, 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 but that was brilliant. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah that and was the clever. Fact that yeah. He did all of those um, remasterings, then the special editions, but left those things in. Yeah. I love him for that. Yeah, yeah. He had even added an emphasized knock, a sound effect. <laughs> that first uh, chap who, you know, he knocks into things. And in fact, the thing is, as a kid, I never noticed that. It was like, now I have to go back and like, oh yeah, shit, that guy just completely banged his head on the door. Oh man. I was like, that's funny. Yeah, I've, 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 noticed, I've noticed quite a few little things. Yeah. But they're so, they're so endearing. They the little are, mistakes. They're yeah they're really endearing and yeah. and you're looking at when you watch it it's like everything man i was yeah. talking to someone the other day it's like whenever you said it's like some people that i follow on instagram who are skaters or, or anything like that yeah. and um you know um some of the video clips they put on you know it's kind of like at magic hour and stuff you know and it's just them doing their thing whatever but i'm like yeah, that could be know, 76. Uh, that could be 76 right there. Yeah. You know, it could be summer, summer of 76 <laughs> or 79. You know, it's, it, you know, it's that super rate version. It's, it's that yeah. visual that we yeah. all remember. Well, yeah. I remember everything looking like that from as a child, right. you know, growing yeah. up. Um, 
but it's when you watch those originals and and Luke comes out and he's looking at the twin sons, it's like, oh, gosh. yeah, yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're recording this um, on uh, I think this is the twenty first of September two thousand eighteen. So we're we are two days away, I guess, from the solo release. But um, so today I saw a little anime trailer, like a teaser trailer thingy. A fan-made yeah. thing for A New Hope. And uh, I won't tell you too much about it. Just go check it out. But the twin something that you okay. just said, it's, it's cut really well. I didn't hear the audio, oh. unfortunately, because I watched it uh, <laughs> um, in a public place but um, without headphones. So, But I saw it, and you check it out. And that twin something is going to give you some more goosebumps, I think, maybe. It's really well done. Oh. Um, I mean, so beautiful. It is. Um so D, okay. So we 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 were talking about you were talking about your the clone, you know what you felt about the clones and stuff and the irony of that. That was interesting. I never really actually thought about that. That's yeah. that's added that's added another layer for me to enjoy in those films. And here's one more line before you go where you're go, going. Remember where go. you're going. Yeah. Here's yeah. one more line that I've loved. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um I may get the quote wrong. I apologize, Star Wars fan. But it's when Yoda says um. Um, misread the prophecy may have been. Oh, that yeah. just gets me. That does, that because, right? Because it's so heavy. Yeah, because <laughs> all of a sudden, that's the moment that he freaking realizes, oh crap, we are fallible. You know, I know when George Lucas, in one of the behind the scenes, I think it's in, and it's wonderful, it's on YouTube. I've been watching it sort of kind of on repeat for the past couple of months. Uh, the making of episode one is on yes. YouTube, the full thing, yeah. And I think right. in there he's talking about, oh, you know, this is the Jedi in their in their heyday. So they're obviously in pre-production here, quite a way back. You know, they just sort of, yeah. well, no, no, they're, no, they're deep in. Sorry, because there are models, a lot of maquettes and stuff have been made. That uh, all that stuff is there. You know, the concept work and everything. But he says, you know, this is a Jedi in their heyday. But by the time you get to the end of those films, you realize uh, they weren't actually. This is. By the time we see those Jedi in Phantom Menace, actually their decline has already started. You know, they're already yeah. Yeah. losing touch. You know, there's, uh, you know, there's a bit of hubris there. There's, you know, they they don't realize that they're fallible until these really yeah. catastrophic events start to take place, and they can sense all this stuff in Anakin and whatnot. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's yeah, okay, and, and yeah, that was a great, that is a great line, and I think you got it right. Actually, you got it on the. Uh, yeah, you, you got it down, mate. It misread the prophecy may have been or something like that, yeah. Because just that saying alone, you know, you could make several trilogies based on that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But just for someone like Yoda to announce, hmm. hang on, hang on. Yeah, I might <laughs> be this thing, right? Yeah. Because you know, you, um, and our Yoda, remember, if you're... Uh, you know, if you're coming from the original trilogy first, so you're not a prequel era kid who perhaps saw those films first and then yeah. revisited. Because I I know a couple of kids who did that, you know, and they were like, they, and I'd ask yeah. them, oh, so what did you think of, uh, you know, uh, the original films? Like, yeah, yeah, they're all right. I'm like, what the hell? What do you mean they're all right? Because for them, episodes one, two, and three is Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Um, it's generational, just as seven, eight, and right. nine will be Star Wars for another group of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, oh shit, what was I saying? There was, um, oh, it was about Yoda. What the f- smack, where was I? I've lost my 
train of thought. Um, that um, uh, having seen the movies in those orders. Yeah, you, uh, that's it. Sorry. Yeah. So you know, we we deem uh, Yoda to be all knowing. He is wise, right? He's the teacher. He's guiding. After we lose Obi Wan, he's the guy who yeah. knows everything. He's not wrong. He's teaching Luke. He's going to save the galaxy. And then we see Luke. Well, kind of in a well, not him, but you know, he kind of saves the galaxy through redeeming his father, and his father then yeah. does the deed. And you know, so you think, oh yeah, damn man, Yoda was he was right, you know. And then he shows up at the end with a smirk, you know. He's like, yeah, you, yeah, I was right, dude. Yeah, come on, you doubt me. And now all of a sudden, we're getting this this really human version of Yoda, where he's like, well. Yeah, I might have got that one a bit wrong, guys. You know what I mean? And then you look at the original films in a totally different context. You're like, oh, yeah. he's making up for his gargantuan freaking cock up. Well, well, but, 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 you, but kind of. the thing is, whether it's like that or not, but yeah. it's just open. You're just yeah. thinking, whoa. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just profound. It's such a profound statement. It is. You know, yeah. or, or, or just a thought. Yeah. Because. We've been following this movie since since the first three, yeah? yeah. And you're only now telling us, hang on, I might have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And do you know what? The thing is, I, I know the, the CG version has its um, uh, critics and stuff, but uh, I never really had a problem with it. I didn't even have a problem with the puppet from episode one, to be honest. He looked a bit odd, right. but you just put that down to, yeah. oh, there's an Asian. Right. But uh, in that moment <laughs> when he says the, uh, the, the, the prophecy may have been misread, you just look at, if, and again, am I misremembering this? Because I'm saving up to watch all of these films again, right? Like, I, I, I've held off. I've held off. I think okay. once Nine is done, then I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch him with the boy and we're going to do, wow. you know, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, oh, nine. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be amazing. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, there is a performance, there's a nuance in that CG model's face yeah. when he delivers that line. And his, I think his eyes, he just kind of looks down to the left or whatever and his eyes sort of just just tilt they just go down like yeah. it's just like okay you know as if he is really yeah. reflecting you know and i'm like yeah that i believe again you know just as i was saying before you know the the puppet yoda or any of those creatures and stuff in the original films and in the puppet in uh last Jedi and stuff when none of that stuff takes me out you know maz's castle yeah. never took me out not for one minute did i sit there thinking Oh, that's just you know somebody in a suit, or that's a puppet, or that's you know whatever, or that's CG, or his yeah. mouth has been CG. Yeah, you, you, I might quickly, you know, that's registering because obviously I know this stuff's not real, but it doesn't take me out. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, those are two dudes playing a game of whatever it was that you were playing at the table in. Uh... Yeah. yeah, I know, but but also, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, there was another thing I was gonna say, I was gonna add on to that, and that was um one thing that I. I really want to adamantly shoot down. Yeah. And and when people say about the prequels and they say, what kid wants to know about politics? I'm right. like, are you, um, you know what? Yeah. It's just like a child is watching Phantom Menace. Yeah? yeah. He's just identifying all they want to know is who's good and who's bad. Right. Yeah. At a young age. Yeah. 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 It's kind um, of black and white, isn't it? A little bit. Yes. Yeah. And they say, well, he's the bad guy or whatever and stuff like that. Everything else is visual entertainment, yes? Yeah. And what you can get and what you can't get, whether they like for, um, specific um, scenes with R2, um, 3PO, and, um, uh, oh, how can I forget his name? Um, Jar Jar. 
yeah. things like that. It's like if they're liking those types of things, fine. They're going to remember those things. Are they liking the the the, the is it speed pods? Uh, the pod races. Pod races. Yeah. If they're enjoying that sequence more than anything else, or whatever, like. Some kids may have liked the Ewok. Some, you yeah. know, I was into the speeder bike section. Oh you know, God, and they are so still cool. the best looking. Um, yes. Oh well, no, wait. I'm gonna take that back. Actually, they they're the coolest looking, but my favorite is still the Attack Driver because that was my first ever Star Wars figure. Okay. Ah, oh, I let you off there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but the biker scouts are the closest things. The what they're wearing is the closest yeah. thing to a cat. So yeah, yeah, and I yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe that's just it. Yeah, I turned my bike, I turned my BMX into a speeder bike. <laughs> did you really? But um, no, I oh. wish. Um, <laughs> they did it in New York or something. Yeah, I'm like, I've seen that video. Oh, right? It looks so good. Oh, you know, I'm like, where were you some years ago? Actually, just <laughs> yeah. send me the parts now. Yeah. But um, but when they say what kids into that, you understand that as a child. A lot of movies that we loved as children and we watched, yeah, we enjoyed it superficially. We enjoyed certain bits of it. Yeah. As we got older and we rewatched it and we watched it and we watched it, you know, we were more mature each time we watched yeah. it. And yeah. so like, the world and life had told us a little bit more about what the hell is going on in this movie, yeah. you know. Um, the other annoyance was, um, you know what, when I was a kid, it, I didn't care one little bit, and I don't know what kid does, yeah, that um, Luke fancied Leia, um, and Leia, um, uh, she kissed him for luck, right? It was no, like, emotional investment in that. Like It wasn't oh, like yeah, she yeah, followed him, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. yeah? And then in Empire Strikes Back, when the kissing's happening, she's doing it to make Han jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, you know how people are so really kind of, eager to destroy something or to turn something so innocent into such a narky little joke mm. it's just like get out of my face yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it can be a bit much i mean and the politics thing um you know it's interesting you mentioned that because there, there was a period i remember with star wars for me when i was really young that first film particularly it was all yeah. about that lightsaber battle and all the space stuff yeah yeah it's, you know the the, the exposition um, and all that, I was like, eh, okay, yeah, and the tra even the you know sequences like the trash compactor and stuff. Um, I was like, yeah, okay, that's kind of cool, but you know, I'm not really interested. I just want to see the dog fight, or there would be periods in my life where I'd be like I just want to see the fighting stuff. So sometimes I would fast forward through it. You know, I never yeah. understood when um, when Tarkin walks in, his introduction, you know, and then they're in that little boardroom thing. And, yes. he, and he says the uh, the Imperial Senate has been dissolved or whatever. You don't need to worry about those people. Um, the regional yeah. governors will now control their board. And he, and he delivers this stuff, which is completely <laughs> out of, uh, certainly for me, it was completely out of yeah. my realm of understanding, right? And, yeah. And, but then as I, the, the, what I love about these films is the fact, particularly Star Wars, I, I don't, I'm sure it's happened with other um films or any other you know other pieces of fiction if i think about it it will probably come to me but star wars yeah. is the big one where it's like as i grew older it was like those films were growing with me because my understanding of each of them grew so i took more yeah. layers and i was like uh, yeah actually okay and you know so by the time the prequels came along and what was actually happening in the real world and by that point i had seen behind the scenes stuff and uh lucas's sort of yeah. um the way he was talking about the empire being, you know, 
basically the Third Reich and the rise of fascism and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and, and that started making more sense. And actually, we even yeah. spoke about that kind of stuff in classes at union, I think, in, yeah. in political science and stuff. So you just start to gain this newer appreciation. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure this is obvious. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but those guys who complain about that now and saying the politics is too much, it's like, are you shitting me, man? The The original trilogy was also <laughs> steeped in politics just because we had, we focused more on these, th you know, this group of, people going from situation to situation to situation yeah. um you yeah. realize they are in a giant political situation they are rebels yeah they're militia fighting against yeah. an oppressor um you know and in some weird twisted but fashion but look, but look, the point is it's also that that they reserve these comments only for star wars and you're like mm. well i don't know what kid is going to understand marvel's civil war you know, yeah, um, exactly, between, right? between Tony, Tony Stark and um, Steve Rogers, um, the dynamics example, being played point. in that um, are so uh, are very, very adult. Yeah. Um, but, the, but the action tells you, well, he disagrees with him and he disagrees with him. Um, and he's got his team. He's got their team. Um, yeah. uh, but Spider-Man's cool because he just he hasn't got a clue. Right. Yeah. You know, but, it, yeah. but, you know, and then as they get older, they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, I, you know, I'm looking forward. I like, you know, I'm looking forward to to several generations have gone, you know, and um, who are left are left with a linear story of Star Wars that they don't have these kind of hang-ups about, you know. Yeah. And it can be as the family movies as they are, you know. Mm. I watched what was yeah. Tooth Fairy the other day with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> okay. Was that good? I don't, it was on TV. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. but, but, you know, um, I didn't really pull it apart. No. You know, I didn't pull it apart. I know who it's for. I know I know yeah. the deal, whatever, stuff yeah. like that. And it's so early on in his career, and you could see him just structuring it and building it, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, like I could, you know, talk about Jumanji. You know, oh, but Jumanji God. is so ridiculously good. You, you, so you, can't good. Just, you can't just pull that thing apart. It, no. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. The, so I, these, yeah. so these, kind of, it's kind of, you know. Um, but then, all right, let's move on. Right. So we had we had a big gap. We had a big gap after yeah. the Revenge of the Sith. We did, you know, man. Had... Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, and you know, we we're talking about the toys. So my collecting um, oh. was fever pitch at that point. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe I was going through some stuff and Star Wars was, like, um, helping me through that, right? Right. Uh, so, but, yeah, I think by the time Sith came around, my collection was, uh, I mean, it was not very concise. It was just all over the show. I was just going after everything, you know? Right. Um, and it was almost like compensating for... Uh, whatever for, for the 90s perhaps and compensating for everything that I'd lost as a kid because I gave all my toys away yeah. like most people right we didn't know what these things were gonna be when uh, when we were yeah. older and and so there was part of it was this um, investment side and the other was to try and recapture my youth completely yeah. completely failing to recognize that actually episodes one two and three had cap recaptured my youth do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, in a, in a, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. I, I was back. Yeah. I was back then. You know what I mean? I was 
I was back to being, I tell you, man, episode one again. We, um, I took a mate of mine, this must have been like the sixth screening or the fifth screening, whatever. And uh, we got to the cinema a little bit late and we had to sit right at the front on the right hand side. Yeah. <laughs> and that was essentially, like literally in the front row. And that is exactly where I was sat. Not in the same cinema, different screen, uh, different cinema, but exactly where I sat when I saw Return of the Jedi. And the way oh. I was looking at that, that every moment, actually, you know, um, every action set piece and that final lightsaber duel. And the, I just, I'm remembering now, yeah, just thinking back, man, like, you know, my mouth was still wide open. I was sort of perched a bit forward, you know, on the seat, even yeah, though I'd already right. seen this a few times before. And I remember <laughs> like my, my mate who I was with who denies it now, but I remember him saying, oh, cool. You know, he was like, he was a, he was a kid again. Yeah, yeah. He's older than me, yeah. Like the guy is yeah. a good five, six years older than me now. So like, right. uh, well, always, obviously. Um, and you know, and he reverted back into a child. I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. And it took me a while to realize, actually, yeah, those films did recapture my childhood. But my collecting was um, also doing that. You know, I was scrambling to yeah. to just collect all this stuff and whatever what I could it? find. Was it an eclectic um, collection or was it specific? No, no, no. It was very eclectic from uh, the Revenge of the Sith Burger King uh, meal deal boxes. I would like go and just buy these things just so I had the box. Do you know what I mean? Um, To like, you know, uh, quite expensive sort of vintage boxed vehicles and and all that kind of stuff. Ah. To, to, To put it. Bluntly, I mean, I made some very, very irresponsible choices with my money during that time. You know, uh, probably could have done better just putting that money away. But hey, uh, I had fun. But um, I missed out. I missed you, out on all that. Yeah, I, you're I had... saying no prequel toys, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I've got any prequel um, figures and things in the house now. Um, no, I've got. No, I've just got I've got infinity infinity um figures. I managed oh, to collect yeah, yeah. most of those. Yeah, um nice. but no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no prequel toys. Um I don't know what I don't yeah, I it was it was often realizing that um I couldn't validate the expense on the, of yeah. one of those lights at the time. It it kind it just it just numbed everything for me. Yeah. Yes, um, am, but I, I was only, I was only into the, I was only into the films. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in between the prequels and the originals, yeah. um, I'd had I, I had a poster on my wall, and it's and it's still there. Really? Wow, man! Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. That is incredible. Which po- from the first film or Empire or? Um, I had I had two I had um, for a new hope and it's with Luke reaching forward like that and then yeah, you've got yeah, the guy the yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a Struzan one I think wasn't it I think that was Drew Struzan I think so yeah. and um, the other one that then got moved into the attic wasn't so much a poster but it was one of those kind of display posters on top of um, card cardboard but it okay. was of it was, it, was of, it was of Luke Skywalker on the sail barge, and he's holding onto the rope. He's got his arm around the waist of Leia, and they're about to swing. swing. Yeah. Oh, wicked. Oh, that yeah. is cool. 
And when I changed bed, when I, I changed bedrooms, I moved that one into into the attic. Um, but the uh, New Hope stayed on the stayed on the wall. Wow, that's amazing. Man. Um, okay, so let's let's jump forward a bit. So you were saying, you know, what did we do after the prequel? So there, I didn't really, I personally did not get into the Clone Wars at the time that it was coming out. I didn't really watch it. I thought I saw yeah. the film, you know, the animated um, film in the because we, yeah, yeah. you know, we got that in the cinema, right? I don't know if the US did, but so I saw that in the theater um, and I quite liked it, but I thought eh, it's a bit juvenile maybe, which is a bit weird um, because I think, well, I don't know. I think I was still sitting on uh, the mature sort of uh, tone of that third act of Revenge of the Sith. So right. maybe I was, yeah, I think I was missing the fact that, yeah, this is actually for kids, even though that stuff's kind of scary or whatever, you know, like I made my little sister who must've been about six or seven at the time cry by showing her that leaked photo of um, Hayden Christensen with all the burn prosthetic in the sun. Oh, yeah, so I showed yeah, her that yeah. and she like had a fever that night. And you know, it was, I was like, okay, maybe <laughs> I won't do that then. But, um, no, you make it sound, make it sound so gentle. You just snuck <laughs> up on it. And turned her picture and went, yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she was like, ah! I did the same thing with the Predator. Actually, Predator was when she was six, seven. Uh, I think this thing, she, she, must, oh, she must have been about 12 or 13. Yeah, I saw, saw that new Predator movie today. Did you? It's, uh, yeah, it's shot as if it's like in the 80s. No, it's shot yes. with an 80s style, but it's not in the 80s. Okay. Um, it, it was fun. It was Is fun. it? Okay, I, I want to check it out. He got tired. I think he had issues by the end. Did he? <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, it, I mean, it looks like there's a lot in there, but uh, yeah, sorry, I, I digress. But yeah, the um, sorry, okay. So what were you doing? I mean, I was sat there collecting cereal boxes and Burger King packaging. What were you doing in terms of collecting and uh, and um, just, so you were just into the film, so you weren't collecting. Well, anything. I was just into the, I was just yeah. into the films. Um, Did you watch and make it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I was, I was into all of that. Um, it was, it was nice. Um, but it's hard with, um, certain things. I'm just going to have to step up, right? And, and I'll explain this to you in, in a little bit, okay. right? But, but, but let's just take a two second break while I put this CD thing over okay. a huge, a huge spider that's just decided oh, to fall. I'll cut that bit out. I'll make sure Artie doesn't listen to that. Oh, can you see it? Hang on, wait. Oh my god. Oh yeah, fuck. Sorry, pardon my language. That is quite big. Is that a daddy long legs or a full on spider? That's a full on spider. It's one of those oh, thin god. ones. Alright, oh, two sets. No worries. Cool. All right. Well, um, I don't know. Let's think. Um, yeah, during the time I seen the Clone Wars or whatever, I was having, to, I was enjoying that stuff. Um, I was picking up, um, uh, any new DVDs that I didn't have or yeah. needed to replenish and stuff like that regarding the old stock. Um, because. Yeah, I think there was something I needed to change with the special editions, or I wanted to get a widescreen. I can't remember what it was, but there was something yeah. like that. But um, during that whole period, it was um, 
yeah, it was the guilty pleasures of watching the originals and watching the watching the prequels and the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. It was like um, I joke about it sometimes, but Star Wars is one of those things. It just keeps giving. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. there's still there's always so much to discover, always so much to kind of like um, learn yeah. about um where the story's going or why the characters are this way or yeah. why they're having to endure this or what part of the hero's journey are they um are the metaphors hidden in you know because we've got the loops we've got the metaphor hidden metaphors with i've got a bad feeling about this yeah, yeah. they all say that but it's all the, the situations that they're in are all slightly different but it's yeah. how they deal with that yeah. um and um you know, I love it when you get these repeating metaphors. And I think, yeah. you know, the classic movie with fantastic repeating metaphors yeah. is the Back to the Future trilogy, yeah. you know. And it's all about those repeating mistakes, but in different situations or or how do you improve on that situation? And Marty's lucky enough to... You remember these situations because yeah. I think it was within a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and it's beautiful. So, so it's like you know when when everyone was losing their mind later on and they're saying, "Oh, it's too much homage in and this, that, and whatever." It's just like, dude, you need to do your homework. Yeah, um, yeah that's what it's about. But, um, but yeah, I did. I did really enjoy um those guilty pleasures of either the commentaries or mm. or the behind the scenes or just watching the movie yeah. you know um because if i watched it with the commentary then i have to watch it without the commentary you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and i'm quite happy for it to to last a week just to watch one movie because i keep because yeah. i put it on before i go to bed because yeah, it's that comfort yeah. that, that comfort zone, yeah, and then yeah. I fall asleep, and it's like, oh, I've got more of that to watch tomorrow, yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, and it just drags on, it you know? I but that's what I did. I made those movies, <laughs> you yes. know, drag on and sustain me yeah. <laughs> throughout that entire oh period. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, and it's easily done, right, because they are just so rewatchable. Um, so, okay, so we've got a period of, gosh, it is a decade. It's a decade. Um, Lucas sells in 2012, and they announce they're going to make seven, eight, and nine. Now, around that time, I think, I think that's when I went back to Clone Wars and watched it properly from beginning to end. I started buying them. So um, Star Wars fever started, yeah, increasing again because it again it died down a little bit, you know. Um, and I sort of calmed down with the collecting and all that stuff. But then, you know, these new films get announced and we are now building up to The Force Awakens. And with that, obviously, promise of new merch. And you start seeing these character designs, you start uh, hearing about what's going to come out and stuff, and you're like, oh, man, I'd better start saving or I better break open my He-Man piggy bank. Uh, and get those pennies out. Amen. <laughs> Did your collecting reignite, or did it still remain? Oh no, it got it, it got a full on reignition. Um, there was some so, there was something that happened, and the thing the something that happened was um, the 
getting the call to go to was, TFA was becoming was becoming an addition to the CFX department. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, and while that was so surreal um, in regards to being a part of Star Wars and being literally behind the scenes. Yeah. So was and will always be something that is um, unforgettable to me because it comes with such a great sense of feeling and, and history mm. and, um, and, and somewhat of a relationship with Star Wars. Um, but, you know, after, after that amazing experience working, working on, on that movie, it validated me tooling myself up with mm. with Star Wars t-shirts or hoodies or something, whatever. Um, uh, the books, um, you know, I got pulled in on the BB-8 hype, mm. you know. So, yeah, same. You know, so, you, you know, little Spheros nice. and, and things like, like that or yeah. whatever. Um, but there was some kind of um switch that just went off and said and i just kind of knew that um i now have i now for myself have every good reason to wear a piece of star wars something every single day you know um as as my as i pay my respect yeah you know to to such a um a, a beloved franchise that that we've been attached to yeah. you know out of love for all these years um so yeah so so little things from clothing to um you know the spheros and you know like my infinity figures you know they're not mm. predominantly after um the entire collection not specifically ray and finn yeah. that are up there um um so i got those um i'm just looking around the room i've, yeah. I've even picked up um the battlefront games the playstation games i'm nice. um Terrible, I'm terrible at them, but I just thought I had to own. Them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's just the, there are just little things, and obviously, um, I I make a big deal about making sure that I'm wearing the crew gear or or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a, a sense of validation now where um I'm a part of a of a bigger family. Yeah, yeah. Um, a family that. I used to watch a family that I knew some kind of history about or whatever yeah. or yeah. something about and um and you know here we are uh wow um and it was it like like I you know I played Pratinus, um one of the Abjurians and Tom plays Prashi or whatever we're in Maz's castle and we're sitting there playing the game and laughing away yeah. and stuff and um, that for me was that moment in the swamp with Jim Henson and Frank Oz. Yeah, yeah. So um, there was, you know, um, once you put me in a suit like that, that I haven't really been in for a very long time, mm. you know, I haven't been in it all at all. Mm. I need to make it come to life and I need to spend as much time in that thing as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, with my movements and 
and gesturing. And if someone says to me, oh, oh, that looked a little bit off because we could see this or we could see that or whatever, then I knew how to tweak it. But if no one was doing that, then I yeah. would just carry it with an emotion or whatever and yeah. or, or reaction. Um, and, um, you know, I don't know. That was my audition piece um, for so my audition piece for Neil. Um, but what else would someone like me do mm. in, in a situation like that? Yes, I will. I will maintain my character. Yes, I will. If if I'm going to stay in the suit and I can stay in the suit because the mouth helps me breathe and yeah, it's yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. And I can see people around me, but they can't see my eyes. Yeah. Then I entertain them as I'm actually trying to find myself. Yeah. You know, in between takes, takes can be anywhere from, um, oh yeah, turn it over in 30 seconds or yeah. no, no, take five, which turns into 15 or 20. So you have yeah. no idea how long yeah. these, these be, but I was able to make use of all of that time by, by theoretically staying in character as much as I could. Yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah, there were rehearsals without the head and all that type of stuff. Fine, yeah, fair yeah. enough. But in that environment, like if you're in a, it's like if you are like one of those Muppets that dress up in a suit, a, a, like a monster suit or something like that or whatever. If you're if you're in um, a Christmas carol and you're surrounded by all these things and talking rats yeah. and talking cats and, and whatever. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you telling me that you're just going to play it cool? Like, you know, tell me when to... The, when to act so that I can prove my performance. No, yeah. you know, everybody, everybody's kind of pulling together and it's such an organic feel. Um, yeah. um, there isn't one creature out of place in, in Maz's castle, you know, yeah. um, everything from us to Paul Warren and Aidan Cook and just, oh, crazy, crazy creatures and things. So that for me validated anything that I buy now anything that I've, yeah. I've bought um but i will tell you this i i was i did i did kind of tweak on to being quite specific about what what to buy okay. in terms um i had to make sure that that's what i truly wanted yeah yeah because it's it's being mass produced yeah so yeah, yeah. I, you know unless it's something unique that you know is unique or whatever no one else knows it's unique all right, fine, fair enough. But, you know, generally it's all mass produced. So it's like, well, I'm not going to buy that and then not open it because what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. you got to play with it. Oh, yeah. So there is that matter of being quite shrewd with what I deem as an investment and what yeah. I deem as, yeah, just my Star Wars stash. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip a ahead a bit now in the timeline yeah. yeah because i just want to pick on what you were just saying um about opening toys now i know we haven't spoken too much about solo uh but you you did work on uh you know you were in rogue uh got your amazing cast credit as l1 fantastic congratulations man um you had last jedi and then you then it, and it is, you can see that escalation, yeah? And we get to Solo. Oh, wow, yeah. And you've got... Now, I think I've been pronouncing this completely wrong because I'm pronouncing it how we would do over here. It's I pronounce it Key, but it's K, yeah? K, Tulsa, Quay. Okay. Quay. Okay. 
Like he's Mexican. No, joking. Sorry, sorry. God, that was a bit racist. <laughs> no. Please don't uh, lambast me. Um, so now you play this pretty cool dude. Well, I don't know about cool. I mean, he's a freaking villain, right? From what I remember, on Castle, who is uh, is what, what is he? He's like a bit of a slave driver or whatever, right? He's 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 like the boss running running things. He's like the crime lord boss man he's, thing. He's a pike. He's a, he's a pike. P- He's... From the Pike, from the Pike Syndicate. Yes. You know, okay. he, he's one. He's one of their um, dog bodies that they have managing various little outlets, and yeah. somewhere as volatile and as um, unfriendly to yeah. the Pike condition yeah. um, would have someone like me sent there rather than <laughs> the top, the top esteemed yeah, yeah, Pikes. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. I see. So he's okay. No. He's henchman level. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's. You know, um, um, I was going to say, he's an amazing design. Like, the thing sticks out, right? And I was telling you the other day, my brother was watching the film on uh, digital download because that came out a week ago. And, uh, you know, I was talking to him about color palette. And I was like, notice how the color palette through the film changes. It's really clever. And he was Bradford, like, um, yeah. what I love, Brad. Oh, it's so <laughs> good, man. And he was like, yeah. And he took a, he sent me a screenshot or a picture of his screen. And he, he talked literally about what he was seeing in the screen and it was going from cools into the warms with right. your character smack bang in the middle. I was like, you know, that's D, right? He was like, what? Uh, <laughs> and he, like his mind was kind of blown. He's like, no way. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's him. Uh, and then I proceeded to tell him the story about how your that character, you, have been immortalized. I mean, you guys get scanned for freaking everything in the hope that one day this will happen now. Your fourth Star Wars film, and uh, wait, one, two, three. Yeah, four. Sorry, my math sucks. And you are now an action figure, buddy. You know what? I'm gonna buy him. I'm gonna play with you. <laughs> Thank you, man. It's have been a long you? Time. <laughs> <laughs> have you opened the figure? No. Uh huh. Will you? ever open the figure no i'm gonna buy another one to open that okay. figure that, that, that i was presented with from yeah. um panther yeah. and mike keeler and, yeah. and um uh those guys um that has to remain in its box yeah that has yeah. to remain the same way it was when i received it for the very first time yeah yeah you know um that is beyond sentiment um look at what we've been talking look at the journey we've been talking things we've been talking about um you know there are ways to honor um the blessings and the amazing opportunities that um we receive and experience and mine has always been to um not say oh that's weird that's strange oh oh that was like um yeah. uh, just to honor it the way that it deserves to be honored and that's yeah. just with utmost gratitude and and respect um so um so yes that is um why that one will will stay in its will stay in its box yes i will buy i will buy a few others um 
um, uh, one in particular, one I will open up. Um, I've got to have him stand alongside my old figures. Yeah. Um, and and I've just bought and I just bought a vintage Falcon, and they can all fit in Falcon. So why don't you know? I'm going to recreate my own thing with the Falcon land. <laughs> you know, I'm going to yeah. have to pick up figures. I'm going to have to pick up Cura L337, Chewie Han, and Beckett and Lando. Um, yeah. Lando, Lando's in the ship. I don't really, we don't really see him, but yeah. I need to pick up Lando. Yeah, yeah. Looks cool, right? Yeah. Um, I have to say, I think these solo toys are the yeah. best toys that they've actually put out. There's yeah. a lot of and care gone into the clothing design or whatever and uh, creating them. Um, he's got a speeder. He, you know, there's there's so much stuff, but it's all is, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, I've you know, you were talking about focus and stuff earlier. Um, like, what do I focus on now? Like, I. I do when I can focus on hot toys, but because they're just so bloody incredibly expensive, um, yes. and they and I, they don't do a lot of the characters that I would love to see. You know, I don't know how can we petition or whatever. Like I'd love to see uh, Quetzal's like as a six scale dude. Do you know what I mean? Um, with all the fabrics and everything, that would be just mind blowing. I I'm still waiting for a Maz, and that's not for biased reasons. That's just because I think the Maz design is amazing. You know. Um, I would love to well, see a six scale man. It's not a mass yet. It's not a mass no, yet. No, not that I'm aware of. That's, like that's like not doing a Yoda yet. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. But they, I think they've only just got around to doing Yoda as well, like only a few years ago. So uh, maybe we'll get there, right? But um, yeah, like the solo stuff, the Lego. I'm obsessed with Lego right now. And uh, I've got the TIE Fighter and i got Han Speeder because it's just so freaking cool. You're going to show me the. Uh, what I got. Uh, oh, uh, so my I got obsession me. with Lego leads into, oh, what are you showing me on the screen? Oh, by the way, in case you didn't realize, uh, to the three listeners that are listening at home, we are actually doing a video call, uh, and Dee just showed me Lego Quasar as a Lego figure. And he is glorious. That is fantastic look at that hood man that is so cool <laughs> i love that the angles oh, on the hood and everything oh, oh wow God. so that's on my shopping list um yeah obsessing over lego but it's funny you should mention the lego, i keep saying funny town. but sorry lego have gone to town they, yeah. they don't i'm like there's yeah. a ton of amazing stuff and yeah. and my it's like i love it all that but my thing is yeah, but I remember playing with Lego as a kid and, and you're playing with it and just bits break off and you lose it and whatever. So I'm just like, mm. but yeah. it looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, you see, I'm treating it like just like an old man, like a typical middle-aged bloke with uh, with his Lego. So I'm like getting these acrylic, uh, you know, these custom-made, uh, these fans make these custom-made stands for the ship. So, so I'm like focusing on shuttles oh. at the minute but because uh, it just looks so amazing. That sort of try that triangular V thingy, um, that, yeah. that shape, that silhouette is just so stunning. But um, the three uh, and three quarter and the black series of six inch figures and all that stuff, you're saying, you know, that these are some of the best you've ever seen. You're right. And that's a lot of that's down to the technique that they're using. Because um, when they're scanning the, the faces, now they actually look like the actors. Still, I think some of the paint jobs they don't do it justice. Like there are guys out there who do these um, custom paint jobs 
Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if you've seen them, um, but just check it out. If you just Google it, you'll see. But there's a couple of really yeah, uh, big like names. Kind of stuff, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, and they really bring like Harrison Ford looks like Harrison Ford. Um, uh, you know, Donald Glover looks exactly like freaking Donald Glover. Do you know what I mean? They're like they are so spot on. And yeah, you're right. There's a but there's a new technique. I can't remember what it is exactly. Do you, do you remember? Do you know what it is? There, there's no. this cool. I think I'm, well, we're just gonna have to Google it. But um, there is a cool new technique that they use now. Uh, it's, where, it's, it's very clear. It's very clear. Yeah, you watch. It's yeah. like it's like, I mean, the toys that for me the toys have never really been expected because of. Um, I just gathered that um, after what after Force Awakens mm. and. And seeing what toys came out after that, I just thought, oh, okay, so they're just going to really deal with the principal performers yeah. and things like that. Yeah. You know, and we're going to have to wait five, ten years um, for them to release all yeah. the other obscure characters the way yeah. it did back way back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it was never one of those things, but someone would always say, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a toy? Like, yeah, yeah, of course it would, but yeah. you know, it's it it. It didn't. It was never anything that seemed real because I hadn't really done uh, a part that would warrant it, you know. Um, you know. Um, but then, you know, do the, do the thing in. Um, I got got to play slow and low in, yeah. in last Jedi. the last Jedi. Yeah. Um, you know, he's named after Beastie Boys song. Oh, that bodes yeah. well. It's yeah. Joseph Gordon doing my voice. Awesome. It really bodes well. Yeah. So so. Um, if there, if there was going to be a toy of any of my characters, I thought maybe possibly him because there were yeah. very few actually featured from that movie, and yet we yeah. had so many. Yeah? yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe here. Um, yeah. And there was nothing. So, um, but it wasn't it wasn't anything that I was heavily aware of. I just thought, oh, okay, you know, yeah. and just carried on. And just the main thing has always been about trying to get a really good part to play or as many to play so i can stay on the production as for as long as i can yeah you know because it's just a beautiful place to be yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um so you know and and then quay um i'd already seen early hmm. early images of leaked lego pictures oh and really I just thought, okay yeah okay. and i just thought oh okay Fine. And now I get messages. So I was like, "All right, well, you know, I might have to invest in at the Lego set, obviously, because that's that's me." Yeah. Um, and then and then because it was it's, it seemed like it forever, but then there was rumors, you know, of 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 getting the the three inch figure. Um, and it was just like, you know what? Now that you're actually pitching that to me. Yeah. That yeah. I can't. I'm not even going to take that on on any face value. You know what? Yeah. When it's in my hands, then it will be real. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to invest the one ounce of emotion into that because I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, with all the images that people were sending me on my Instagram, so oh, thank you guys. Love everyone on my Instagram who follows me and stuff. Um, really, really supportive crowd. It's oh, it breaks my heart. I just keep, you know, even on Facebook, it's like. Oh, I'm, I'm like close. To, so I'm saying thank you, thank you so much, thank you, thank you <laughs> on every. And um, you know, uh, they were sending me um tags for people posting images of, you know, what the toy figure's gonna look like, what the toy set's gonna come with, all this type of stuff. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool, cool, thank you. But you know, 
And then um, I would post that stuff. And I said, I think the last one I said, I said, um, all right, I'll, I'll let you know when I've got one, you yeah. know. And and then Monday just gone. Um, that's when I was presented with one. And then I waited till the Wednesday because that's when they wanted to post yeah. their Panther tracks wanted to post their their link on it and stuff yeah. like that. So until Wednesday, and um, dude, it's it's um, look, goosebumps all over again. It's um, let's just go back to when we when we first started playing with our our, yeah. our toys, you know, yeah. around a New Hope, Empire, and Jedi, and yeah. and the toys you had to go back for because they just released something and. Back in the day, something would be released in France, but it wouldn't be released here. Something yeah. released here, released in America, yeah. you know, and, and it would come here. It'd be like five years later, yeah. and whoever whoever knew could pick it up, you know. Um, uh, but the reenactments, you know, and I was going to say, you know, it's the same with kids today that you know when they make their figures and make their sorry make their ships and cars or whatever out of it, they've made it, and it's like wow. Now let me place it somewhere so that my mum can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you realise that what would happen? What would happen when when I was playing with my action figures is that when I was done, then I would Launch put them in. Some... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, now watch uh, my falcon fly. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> Sorry. Oh no! I would never have deserved the falcon with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, but then it's kind of like. You know, you want to put them standing in certain yeah. positions or whatever until you're ready to play with them again. Yeah. You know, as as statuesque figures. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. you progress. So so now I've got my little infinity figures like this layer thing here. Oh, yeah, you she's know, cool. um, she's got a little base and everything. She's awesome. Yeah, um, you know, I they're dotted around the house. You know, um, and anytime I want to play infinity, I'll say, oh, let me play with that one. I'll go grab one. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. oh, you know. Um, yeah. So to have have a figure like this is just uh yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah, yeah. It's yeah, what it uh, is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can I can only imagine what that must feel like now. And it's cool that we don't forget that these things are, you know, to a degree they are designed for play. Yeah, true. I'm not necessarily gonna uh let my seventeen month old go crazy with any of those hot toys figures, but the uh <laughs> But the other day, you know, I grabbed, um, I just, I think I just made uh, one of the shuttles. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, I think it was Palpatine's shuttle anyway. And, um, and I started sort of flying it around him, you know, and like making the sounds and everything. And he was fascinated. You know, I mean, he's quite a boisterous kid, but this seemed to capture him. It slowed him down for a second and he was looking at it and he was listening and he started smiling. And, and then um, Arthur was saying, you know, over dinner, he was mimicking. He was making, you know, and he was doing, obviously not entirely right, but he was he was trying to mimic that sort of that motion of play. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, you still can't play with it. And I'll put it away. <laughs> but but, but <laughs> you see where it's, oh, you see where it's you going. See it's going, exactly. Like, it leads into what we were doing, what we've always done as exactly. kids. Exactly. And that was oh, always uh, the intent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's kind of... Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, as you can tell, I don't know. I'm, I'm a lot, a little bit lost for words when we get into yeah. this, this, this kind of, this kind of area. Yeah. Um, because 
like I said, I came from Kilburn and Halsden with a little impossible dream, you know, um, and they had already, I'd already given up. I, well, I had no chance on the prequels and I, I, yeah. I, I had no intention of, of heading towards these movies whatsoever. I just thought, no, um, the rejection or the rejection on something like this or, mm. or to go up and be seen for something like this, um, would be too much of an emotional event. So yeah. I could come yeah. away from it. I'll be like, you know, well, at least I was seen, you know, yeah. so fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, you know, there's the other half to that. And like, I was seen, but nah, they didn't want me, you know, this is, yeah. so you got that. Um, yeah. But saying, saying that, when um, I was seen for one of the wolves, um, one of um, Paul Warren's gang. Yeah. Um, the Hask guys, yeah, the thugs. Yeah. When when that I didn't when know that, you were seen for that though. I didn't know you were yeah, seen for Yeah, yeah, me and me and Tom were gonna be part of his gang and stuff oh, like cool. that. Okay. And then, then when that kind of got developed and, and changed, yeah. That's when after going in and all that kind of stuff and yeah. being fitted and whatever and being and meeting these guys, or whatever, that's when I thought to myself, if this is as close to Star Wars as I, I can get, is then I, this is awesome. I'm yeah. moving in the right direction. Yeah awesome yeah you know so i was already celebrating yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. um all i've ever wanted for some of these things is just to be seen just give me a shot just let me just see me yeah. um and i was seen and um when it when it came to my attention that um neil may want to see me for something else mm. you know i didn't I wasn't holding my breath. I thought, okay, well, I've had my, I've had my fifteen minutes, man. Yeah. I had my. This, it, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen twice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then, like they and say, it happened poodoo. twice. Poodoo happens, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so, so, um. Yeah, and 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 Neil has been possibly one of my has been my biggest champion in within my whole career, not including my my mom or not including my agent, but yeah. um Neil has has just made my career. Yeah. You know, um wherever I go from from here on out is thanks to Neil. Yeah. You know, and Neil just instinctively knowing that D can handle that. Yeah. You know, I was I talked to someone today out of everybody that I know in in the CFX department. Mm performers and makers and things like that um no one knew that quay was a pike no one knew what a pike was right i did yeah. i neil didn't know that you yeah do you know what i mean so there's this that's what i mean there's a magic about star wars that's that um a magical synergy with star wars that sounds deep um yeah. <laughs> um that, it that is. I, that I've been aware of, you know, um, and like I said, as as far as toys go, and as far as this whole experience, it's it's humbling, mm. but it means that um, it's humbling for a good reason because there's a, a surmountable amount of respect that I have. Yeah, you know, look at the stories we were just talking about. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's that. Yeah, you know, and then and then how do you how do you um, express your happiness your your joy your gratitude um when these things land in your lap or all these things call upon you to to act yeah 
Yeah. And um, the only thing that I have at my disposal to, to use for those types, for these types of things is, look, um, whatever you put me in, I won't let you down. Just mm. if you're going to put me in that thing, I know there are people rooting for me to perform in that thing. Yeah. You know, there are people that have an idea about what I could possibly do in that thing. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we are, and as and as creatures, the effects, we're not generally told how to perform. Um, we're guided through the physics of the movement and maybe given a couple of ideas about uh, ticks and things like that, that really... It's those are the core valuable aspects of our guidance that we get from Paul Casey and and and, the, and Aiden and things like that for mm-hmm. me and things. Um, they really know how to how to how to how to talk to to me and talk to CFX. Um, and uh, when they say action or when you're in a in the kind of rehearsal space with the director, you just do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's too much. It's like any other acting job. If it's too much, they'll tell you. If it's yeah. not, if it's not enough, they'll tell you. yeah, yeah. And if they don't say nothing, then you're doing it right. Yeah, you know. Um, and I'm willing to uh, look. No, I look. I love the Muppets. I love Jim Henson. So how am I not going? How am I not going to get this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I've been very very fortunate. You know, <laughs> I was talking yeah. about this the other day. I'm an actor who got in through the back door. You know, yeah. if I had gone through the normal channels, I would have maybe had one tiny little part in The Force Awakens, and that's it. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe. Yeah. I guess, well, they would have given me a part, possibly, because um, it would have gone through the normal channels. So if you're going to cast me, you better feature me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would have been one movie. I can't see them saying, "Oh, let's let's have him in more movies." Yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm not a principal, so there's that. But coming in through the back door. Um, I've been able to give Neil that option of having a, a creature performer who's actually who's an actual actor, mm-hmm. yeah. So so that for me has been an incredible learning curve, but an, ing- an incredible experience. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm working on a, on a George. As far as I'm concerned, it's a George Lucas movie. So yeah. and George George knew Jim, and George knows Frank. So. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna represent that family. Yeah, yeah. Whether you you know that I know that family or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a, there's what, a massive sort of responsibility, it, isn't there? Yeah, you bring you bring you bring it to the table and yeah. you kind of deliver. Um and you can't be nervous about it or no. or shy or anything like that. You know, you just bring it and yeah. uh, you know everybody else in every single department is just bringing it. Yeah. So you're yeah, makes sense. <laughs> it yeah, makes yeah. sense. You know, it yeah. seemed odd if I wasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so solo, solo, solo is is that is that um, that cherry on on the top mm. in regards mm. to the progress that I've I've made through through CFX thanks to Neil, um, and he knows that you know um, he can leave it to the last minute and put me in something and it'll work i i won't i won't let him down in front of the directors or anything like that you know yeah. so wow it's um and at this and at this level you know i've said it before you know you, you struggle for your career trying to 
compete against other actors and and things like that and trying to be seen yeah. you know and yet they're all significantly smaller productions all significantly smaller roles mm-hmm. um you know offered to you um and significant smaller um roles being managed by the people that wanted to do it yeah. um and then something as huge as this comes along and says you know what we want d yeah you know we want that little black boy that, that grew up in harlesden and kilburn we want him yeah dude. Take it, man. that's it dude um this is wicked I'm just going to say to, uh, yeah, I'm just going to say, I know we've kind of skipped over uh, 7 and 8 and like the Disney era um, films, partly because I want to do this again post 9 so that we can just talk about the entire saga. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. We could, uh, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let, let, let's address 7, 8 and 9 when uh, when they're finished and we can just like, we can just sit back and be like, yeah, that that's the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? See the whole picture. Um, and it's coming. It's coming. It's it coming. It is. We're not that far away, man. It's like, all I say to myself is, please don't die. Please don't die. Please don't die. You know, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Just, just hold out for a little bit longer, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll cover that. We'll turn you into a force ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's, of course that stuff's real. Uh, so Solo is out on Monday. D... My friend, always a pleasure. Never a chore. Thanks, dude. May the force be with you, brother.